This is Brett the Hitman Hart. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And you're listening to Below the Belt. The Below the Belt show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the Bad Boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Right, guys, it's time for another episode of BTB, Below the Belt Show in the Mother Effin' House. I am your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most. We're back for your weekly eargasm. And guess what, guys? We'll be back every week. Uh, we might have made um, a premature announcement uh, last Wednesday about the future of Below the Belt Show, but... Just to update you fans that BTB will still be podcasting and recording amazing podcasts for you each and every week. We will not be live until sometime this fall. So we'll make an announcement on um, our social medias and, of course, belowthebeltshow.com when uh, BTB will be back live. But in the meantime, listen to us on demand as a podcast show that you love so much and we're happy for all the fans that have tuned in um below the belt shows statistics are through the roof some of the uh, top listen to shows thank you so much to a lot of our celebrity call callers um our celebrity guests that have actually promoted below the belt show and their interview which has resulted in a lot of hits so we thank you um very much um well let's go ahead and introduce the room so far it's a two-man show Let's go ahead for the first time as a married man Correct. on Below the Belt show. Yes, sir. A fan favorite. Aww. He, <laughs> he is the one and the only, the captain, Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you once again <laughs> for flying Air BTB. That's right. Captain, so you're back from the old honeymoon and from then, the wedding and the, and the wedding. Yep. Um, yep, yep. Against congratulations. Thank uh, you. Thank you. You and uh, Mrs. Captain. Mrs. Captain. Now, officially. Officially <laughs> now from Miss Captain to Mrs. Captain. Correct. Made uh, an honest woman out of her. Yes, I guess. Um, I guess. Like, let 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 the audience know. Let and let me know because yeah. I'm, I'm talking to you about it for the first time. How the wedding went, and of course, how the honeymoon went. Yeah. So I got. We we had our ceremony in Greek Town, Baltimore. Nice. At a place called Greek Town Square. It's actually a really nice venue. Really nice venue. We had about 170 people show up. which That's was, a nice size wedding. A big size wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the ceremony went without a hitch. Um, we paid for everything ourselves, so we were in control. Which apparently, like, if you had, like, a wedding planner or something, things can kind of go nuts or whatever. Right. But, uh, no, uh, it went without a hitch. Everybody had a good time. We had nice. an open bar. Open bars are nice. Yep, Ooh, yep, I like yep. an open so bar. Some of my favorite things in the world. Yep, yep. But uh, before good. we continue, let's go ahead and introduce the oh, third yeah. voice. As she just 
Just uh, made it. Strolled in, yeah. Just, Just made strolled it. into BTV Studios, guys. And it's been a minute, guys. She it has. Sweet chocolate herself. Oh, hello. <laughs> we missed you. Yeah. Actress, been, uh, host, singer and songwriter extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Sab- Sabrina Taylor Smith. Oh, hello, BTV. <laughs> hello. Of course, you'd be back for... Um, a BTB episode uh, with a uh, Chilling oh. Adventures of Sabrina, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Namesake. Yeah. Namesake. It's Hello. the namesake, right? Yeah. yeah. That's my girl. There you go. <laughs> but yes, going back to you, Big Nick. So, uh, so yeah. yeah. So after the wedding, um, we carted off to beautiful Jamaica in Monte- ah. in Oyster Bay. Oyster Bay. Mon. Oyster Bay. Mon. Yeah, apparently <laughs> Yaman is like a thing they all do. They yeah, they Yaman. That's really that's like casual. It's awesome. Um, have, you been, awesome. been have, you been, have you been to Jamaica? Yeah, I went last year. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yes. So, so what, we stayed at the Excellence Resort, which it had its own, like, peninsula. So it was totally just isolated from everything else. So we didn't have, like, like, like merchants and, like, dealers and stuff, like, waiting in to try and, like, sell shit. So it was, yeah. like, super chill. Um, it wow. was, it was, it's its first year opened. It's in its infant year, so everything was like pristine and clean and good. And there was, but they were still like figuring out like the food menus and stuff. But the food was all delicious, and nice. it was it you was get some jerk chicken man. Got some jerk chicken man. It was so good. Um, <laughs> and it was all inclusive. And there was yes. a wet bar at this beautiful pool. So we really spent the majority of our time. Two of my favorite things: wet and bar. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I spent most of the time floating in the pool, <laughs> drinking yeah. pina coladas and just day drinking all week, and it was amazing. That sounds, sounds amazing. It was, it was <laughs> glorious, and the food was free, and yeah. as, a, as a big man, I can tell you that I walked into <laughs> a restaurant, and they'd get a little nervous. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, and like the first night, uh-huh. I ordered something, and they, you know, right. they got like normal people-sized dishes, <laughs> sure, right? Not not the captain-sized dishes. Right. So I'd order a thing, and they'd be like, was everything good? I'd be like, well, actually, um, can I get this? And is this about the same size? Yeah. I was like, okay, I don't want this, 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 and this. <laughs> and they're like, this fucking guy. But but it was all inclusive. It so was all inclusive. So they, they should have frowned upon that. But, but, uh, and you're, also you're entitled like, to that. I was entitled to it, absolutely. Right. But we were also felt kind of guilty, so we were tipping. Right. And I guess we were tipping heavy because we became pretty popular. Nice. Like me and me and Mrs. Captain were having, you know, we were just being generous and sharing the love, and eventually, you know, they're like, oh, hey, you know, they, they weren't calling me Mrs. Oh. Captain. They're like, hey, it's good to see you. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so I know about jerk chicken. What other delicacies do you have? Uh, Jamaican beef patties. Beef patties. I can eat that shit till my heart stops. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's actually funny because when I went to Jamaica, the mm-hmm. two things that they didn't have were beef patties and jerk chicken. And what? I was like, what am I going to order? <laughs> yeah. So it's a version of a Jamaican hamburger? Kind of. So think of it like no, a, like a meat like pie. A, it's like a patty. It's like a. They patty. actually sell them at Seven Eleven, and they're, they're not, not terrible. The, they're not terrible, but they're not like the Seven Eleven ones are not terrible. The ones at Jamaica were well, are, are fucking they, amazing. Are they um, encrusted? Yeah, yeah, they're totally oh. encrusted, and then it's got right, ground right. beef inside. Oh, and it's yeah, spicy. Okay, okay, okay. Ground beef. Got yeah. it. So it's almost like a it's almost like a, a turnover. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like a Jamaican turnover. Oh, dude, they're so good. Nice. They're so good. I want to learn how to make them. So good. If I learn how to make them, I'll like before another show, I'll make a batch and bring them in. Dude, that would be amazing. And then we can have one of those like ASMR things where we're just like, oh, yeah, 
If you learn how to make them, yeah. after you've have... made like five batches and yeah. perfected your recipe. Once I've perfected my skill. <laughs> then bring them in. Yeah. I think we should have a food night. Well, I definitely. I would love to. I was actually going to yeah. invite you I know over you're for a, dinner. I know you're um, a cook yourself. I as am. A, as a fat man who yeah. is appreciator of food, I spent a lot of time and money invested in this guy right here. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't see well, what I'm doing, I'm ribbing my back. Well, in the meantime, enjoy some sweets here. Sweet. Uh, some donuts here, Curse of BTV. Um, but yeah. Um, but nice. So that Amazing was the good part. Room. That was the good part. So they got, got, uh, there was a bad part. There is two bad parts, technically. Yeah. There was when we got to the airport in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and then when we were trying to leave. So when we landed in Jamaica, like, we, we reserved everything. We thought we had all our ducks in a row. Right. And then we find out we had to actually reserve transportation from the airport to the resort. We thought it was included. It wasn't. So we get there, and we're like, okay, we're ready for our thing to get to a resort. They're like, uh, what's your name? And I give them my name, and she's going through the paper, and she goes... Um, I don't see your name on my reservation list, except they didn't say reservation for transportation. Mm-hmm. They just said reservation. Mm-hmm. So my fresh new wife and I looked at each other like, oh, shit, we just flew to Jamaica expecting to stay at a resort. And they said, we don't have a reservation. Oh, snap. Uh-oh. So uh, even though they speak English, there is apparently a bit of a language barrier. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Oh man, we freaked the fuck out. Considering it is English. Yeah. It's there. It's they have a lot of like. It's kind the of like syntax a is, The like, syntax a is a little of... different. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's it's like even with the ones that were speaking with like a heavy Jamaican accent. Right. I mean, there are others that really speak with like an American accent. Okay. And even with the ones that were with American accent, they'd still talk just a little differently. So, eventually, we figured out. Oh, it was the transportation. Okay, cool. So, right. prices of where we got to the resort. And then when we were leaving the resort that morning, we reserved, we got our boarding passes. We did an early check-in. Uh-huh. We get to the airport. We go to the ticket agent because we got to check a bag. And they said, this flight left two hours ago. Oh, snap. So in between when we checked in and when we got to the airport, they changed the flight by two hours earlier. And we were stranded, which sucked. So we were supposed to go Jamaica, Miami, Baltimore. Right. Because I, I live near Baltimore, five, 15 minutes away from the airport. Right. Instead... They had us fly to Dallas, Fort Worth, have an overnight layover, and then leave first thing in the morning to Dulles in Arlington, fucking Virginia. Right. And then we had to Uber home. We had to get to we had to get a hotel room. We couldn't sleep overnight in the, in the airport. Right. And there's an airport. There's a hotel in the airport at DFW, and um, they didn't have any rooms. For oh us. Oh, my God. So the only thing they could give they us... They must have fucked up a lot of guys' flights oh, because it was really Man, it was bad. So they gave us a conference room. <laughs> and they you put literally a, slept and they, in a conference room. I slept in a conference room on a pull-out bed. 200 fucking bucks for sleeping in a conference, conference room. room? And they couldn't give us a voucher. Are kidding me? I am Wait, totally what hotel serious. is this? I need to know. The Hyatt Regal in DFW. Those you motherfuckers. Bastards. You got to put them on blast. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. We yeah. need to know. The I think Hyatt to, Regal. You got to go to Regent. Corp- Hyatt Regent. There it is. Hyatt you got to go to Regent. corporate. Because yeah. I think corporate would, 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 yeah. would be able to take care of it. And then when we did got you take to take pictures of oh. the conference room. Oh, I did. Okay. Oh, I did. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, you and then... put those motherfuckers on black. Oh yeah. That is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, we you had to take... sleep in a pullout yeah. bed. Oh, no, in this the is conference your freaking. Room. This is my honeymoon. Honeymoon. And a, a ninety a ninety dollar Uber to get from Dullest because... back home. Because no one was available. To no be one was cement, available to, to pick be, me Did up? you try, try to contact I hit up a couple people, and they're yeah. like, I can't get there for like three hours. I'm like, well, fuck. We wanna, I'm tired. I want to go home. I'm tired of this bullshit. Wow. So we just bit the bullet and got home. Wow. Um, but, I mean. You we, take the good and the bad, and the, that's more you know, good than bad. The fa- I would prefer to have those things go mm-hmm. bad than have things go bad at the resort. You know? Okay, yes. Yeah, because at the resort, 
I mean, Maximus Relaximus. That were, that's what we yes. were saying all week. And it was Absolute glorious. Maximus Relax. That is a Maximus Relaximus, brother. Very that's, accurate way to describe it. Yeah, so. dude. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So it was on. amazing. Um, well, um, I heard I heard you had a a, a nice uh, little adventure. Well, I, so I went to um, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, yes, yes, with one of my actor buddies. Dwight. I was excited for you. I was Thank like, you for being I don't care yeah. shit about it, but like, I know, I know how don't. much you love WrestleMania. And when you told me you were going, I actually smiled. You know, it's, I was excited it's for the, you. It's one of the top ten sporting events in the country. It's, it's up there with the Super Bowl. It's it's right, like it's be it's actually outranked the World Series on most. Yeah. Most, you know, uh, yeah. desired sports Do you sports watch baseball? Are you, are you a baseball fan? I mean, yeah. I'll watch the O's once in a while, and maybe if their O's are in the, like, in the playoffs, you yeah. know, I, I, I will. I, I haven't watched but the I get excited when they make the hoops, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. So, so WrestleMania was cool. Um, we had we had really good seats nice. in sections one twenty eight. Now the funny thing is, like the idiots that ran the lights mm-hmm. for an entire match of uh, which is Randy Orton and AJ Styles uh-huh. for about ninety five percent of the match, they shined this really bright yellow light in all our faces, motherfuckers. And we were chanting, "Turn off the light, turn off the light," <laughs> to try to get some of like because this is the whole section of this arena was that just was blinded from this bright light that they they. Finally, um, we're, we're, you know, they turned the color. I think it mm-hmm. went from yellow to orange, mm-hmm. and they lowered the intensity. So, Good. so we were able to watch the rest of the car. That was mm-hmm. fine, and um, and the rest of the car was fantastic. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, crap. I, I guess I know we're going out of order, but I hope you don't mind if we go out of order. Go but, on. But yeah. You know what, man? <laughs> you usually because, end on wrestling. Start so on wrestling. I, I figured we just start, start on wrestling. On get get that out of the way because it was such get a it in there, man. It was such a cool event. Yeah. Um, to be to be a a part of. Yeah. Um, but yes, you alluded to the bad incident. Yeah. Um, so the end of the night. So um, a lesson learned. Never take an Uber or Lyft to MetLife Stadium. No. Because you're surrounded by nothing but highway. So you cannot walk anywhere mm-hmm. to have an Uber or Lyft pick you up. There are no yellow cabs there waiting for you. You're pretty much... Have, you pretty much have to pay a fifty dollar or more Uber or Lyft ride, and which was the case with me. I was, I was waiting for for it to slowly go down from like seventy to sixty mm-hmm. to finally fifty. Yeah, and I was only five miles away from the stadium. Jesus, and I had to pay that much. How long did you have to wait? In a shared lift. How long did you have to wait? Um, I had to wait two hours. So this is not the worst part about Damn. it. Damn. Okay. Because I was literally waiting for this mass exodus of fans. We're talking about 80,000 plus fans. That's a lot of fucking people. And there's definitely kind of enough lift rides for that. Right. Yeah. So they're all exiting. Wait about a couple hours. Then it starts freaking goddamn pouring. Um, Damn. Pouring rain. Torrential downpour. Mm -hmm. I am soaked. Of course, there's no umbrella. Right. Um, it was a beautiful day that day. And it didn't uh, rain during the show, didn't did it? rain during the show at all. They actually Thank goodness, have, though, because it could have. They have a retractable roof, so that they mm-hmm. would have been able to do that. Yeah. But they didn't even need to do that um, during the show. But yes, once once I left, um, eventually I just said, screw it. I was waiting for the Uber and the Lyft to go down in price. Yeah. I eventually said, screw it. Did the shared Lyft was still $50. Yeah. Soaking wet and some guys like... Uh, this Lyft driver had the absolute most disgusting car. <laughs> it would trash everywhere. It was like oh, crazy. Wow. I was like, wow, really? I've never seen a dirty Lyft. It was I the have. first dirty Lyft. I one lift. time got in a Lyft, and yeah. it was on New Year's with a bunch of friends, and it oh. smelled like diarrhea. You know somebody <laughs> puked in that car before you like, got in. Like, I was like, this is awful. And I was texting the guys in the back seat, like, mm-hmm. yo, like, we gotta roll down the window or something. Like, I mm-hmm. have really bad that's, gag That's reflex, a raw deal. That's and a raw if deal. I can, 
I'm like gagging in my mouth, and I have a bad guy. If I do smells, I can't do smells. <laughs> I'm pretty sensitive to smells too. Yes. Like, yes. and if it's and or if somebody pukes by me, if somebody, I, I'm gonna if puke. I hear somebody puke. It's game on. Puke sometimes can be nasty. I'm a sympathetic pieces. puker, man. Mm-hmm. Puke can be a I, most I can't. disgusting odor. If, you're if someone pukes by me and I see it and I, it's, it, it's fine if I wretched. see it. If I smell it, I'm nope. gonna puke. Nope. I'm gonna That's puke. It. It's That's gonna it. happen. So I'm Anywho. like gagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was New Year. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's awful. Anyway. So yeah. So anyways, yeah. WrestleMania, eighty-two thousand fans in attendance, Sold including celebrity soda. Including yours truly. Yeah, dude. Um, so um, it started off with Alexa Bliss. Oh, love some Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Introduce, that's right, brother, Hulk Hogan to open up the show. Oh, man. Which is pretty cool. How does he look? Um, He looks the same but old. He, I mean, does he look like a dude in his 70s still juicing? Still rocking the, um, the, the, the blonde, long hair with a bald head. And, oh, of man. course, the, uh, the over-the-top tan mm-hmm. that he's always... Um, he's still got, you know, the big guns. You know, he calls them the 24-inch pythons. He still mm-hmm. has those going. But he kind of, like, introduced him to... Uh, um, uh, Alexa introduced um, Hulk Hogan to the crowd, who got a pretty positive reaction. I guess a lot of people have forgotten about his N-bomb. Yeah, whoops. From years ago. Yeah, that, was, uh, that wasn't <laughs> really well-received. And, mm. you know, hopefully he learned his lesson yep. on that one. But uh, this was what was really crazy. They started... With the Universal Championship match. Really? Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. As you know, Brock Lesnar, major star in the UFC. Shockingly enough, Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar after three curb stomps. Okay. uh, To become the new Universal Champion. Um, And this is uh, Seth's first run with the Universal title. Um, Good for him. Yep. Um, So, yes. Um, And... um, you know that that was cool. We also saw Kofi Kingston defeat Daniel Bryan in probably the match of the night. A yeah. lot of people would say to become the brand new WWE champion. Yeah, and this is Kofi's first run with the WWE title. Cool. He is now a Grand Slam champion, which he's won all the major modern championships. Good for him. So he's a Grand Slam Good champion. Do work, brother. Uh, a lot of people were happy because they called him the first African American WWE champion, which is not necessarily true. The Rock is half black, half Samoan. But he's, people, he's Polynesian, yeah. He's he's he's, but he's his, not black. His father's black. Oh yeah, okay. His Rocky Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And his mother is Samoan. He's, oh okay. You know, and uh, he, he technically, says, yeah, and he claims to be proud of his mixed um, yeah. heritage. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, he but just wanted to clarify, fan, but mm-hmm. that he is technically technically the first black black. Yeah, yeah. Twenty nineteen. Exactly. It took us to twenty nineteen to get there. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I guess if you're saying 100% African American, mm-hmm. yeah. then yes, Kofi Kingston's your first. <laughs> well, good for you know, yeah, good for him, man. That's but awesome. with with um, and mixed people problems, I I have very rarely encountered mm-hmm. people being like, oh yeah, Sabrina, like you're not black because you're mixed, you're half this. People are always like, oh yeah, you're black. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never have people be like, "Oh, well, you're not really black because you're mixed." They're always just like, "No, you're black." Yeah, and that's that's usually yeah. That's have, usually have you how, done how like happens, one of the yeah. the genealogy things to see like your? I think you know what you are. Total background. Right? Yeah, I know. You would be surprised. I know a lot of my yeah. history because. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of my history. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you don't think you'd find any surprises in that? You wouldn't find any surprises. I don't, I don't no. think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nah. 
So this is an interesting one. Do you remember superstar Billy Graham? Yeah. An old school WWF guy. So mm-hmm. he was apparently telling Kofi Kingston that if he used steroids and put on muscle, mm-hmm. that he would be WWE champion for a long time. Huh. And he's pretty pretty controversial for someone to say, yeah, just use some steroids. Just juice up, man. You'll be and, fine. And you saw <laughs> and get 50 pounds of solid muscle. Yo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was pretty insane. That's pretty cool. Um, Rey Mysterio um, uh, lost to Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe uh, retains the United States Championship in a very quick match. And one of the few championships that uh, did not change hands. Mm, okay. Um, it seems like every championship, uh, with the exception of two championships, had changed hands. Okay. We had a new Intercontinental Champion. Okay. Finn Balor defeated Bobby Lashley. We had new Women's Tag Team Champions as the Iconics defeated Beth Phoenix and Natalia, Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax, who's Rock's cousin. Okay. And Sasha Banks and Bayley, um, who are who were the former champions, and they become. Um, the new WWE Women's Champions. Cool. Champions. Cool, cool. We also have a new um, new uh, cruiserweight champion. Uh, and cruiserweight. Uh, yeah, okay. the cruiserweight champion is Tony Nese. Okay. Defeated Buddy Murphy. We have new WWE Raw Tag Team Champions as Zack Ryder and um, Kurt Hawkins defeated the Revival. And okay. they're from Long Island, New York, so they kind Long of, Island. So they got a big pop in their hometown. Oh yeah. So yeah, a lot of titles did change hands, and of course, that's right. The main event. Can you believe women? Which is amazing. Women main evented WrestleMania for the first time. Yeah. Which is a big deal. Um, and I think you know, someone with the star power of Ronda Rousey, uh, is is able to garner that uh, main event. Hell yeah. Um, so She's yes. A big talent. Uh, it, it was a great match. All. The three, the three uh, girls just worked their asses off in this match. Becky, uh, mm-hmm. Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte. As you know, Becky Lynch is your new Raw Women's uh, Champion and SmackDown Women's Champion. As I you didn't, know, I did not know that. Both titles were on the line. Ronda was the current oh. uh, Raw Women's Champion. Charlotte was the current SmackDown Women's Champion. It was a winner-take-all match. Oh, okay. Becky Lynch defeat pinned Ronda Rousey to win both titles. I heard so that, that Ronda cool. actually like broke her hand on that match. Ronda actually broke her hand, and I think yeah. she was already planning to take some time off after oh, okay. that. Uh, well, from what, from what I'm being told from the insiders, that it was a controversial loss because her yeah. shoulders were up, and I think they said they did that on purpose. Oh, okay. To show that she, you know, in her mind, she did not lose because her shoulder was up, but the referee right. still counted one, oh, two, okay. three. And awarded the winner. Got to be some drama in there, man. So, so I think that yeah, that was uh, from what I was reading, that was intentional. Yeah. Um, for that botch ending, which oh. a lot of people thought was botched, but it actually was intentionally botched. Gotcha. Um, but yes, um, Ronda Rousey did break her hand. See, I got you. I, I still, I don't yeah. watch as much wrestling, but I'm still in there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. Actually, Conor McGregor tweeted uh, to Becky Lynch, as you know, um, they're both Irish, they're both, both from Irish. Ireland. Yep. And um, and it's funny. Uh, he, it was a good tweet because he said, uh, Stephanie McMahon, you are right. I could not do what these athletes do, or could I? Oh. And then Stephanie responded, you know, to Conor McGregor, you never know until you try. Oh. So okay. I wonder if 
you know, UFC is getting McGregor, tired of his bullshit. They might yeah. need to send him to the other side. I think a big money fight with, with Conor McGregor in the WWE would be pretty awesome. I don't know how he transition. Conor McGregor versus Ronda Rousey. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Intergender match? Intergender match. <laughs> that would be insane. That'd be dope. Yeah, because as you know, Brock Lesnar transitioned well, mm-hmm. but he was a, um, he was an uh, amateur level uh, wrestler yeah. prior to that. And mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey transitioned amazing. Oh, yeah. So... You know, I, I think Connor could probably, you know, he's got to be. He's got the, you know, he's got the star power. Yeah, he's got the star power. He's mm-hmm. just had to learn how to pull his punches back. Pull dude. his punches and don't be <laughs> as much of a dick. Right, and don't be as much as a dick, dude, for real, yeah, man. man. Absolutely, man. Connor, if you're listening, man, we love you, but don't be a dick. <laughs> be a dude. <laughs> the Usos retained the SmackDown Tag Team. Uh, that was the championship. That was the, that was the, the, second, one, one. the second championship that uh, they mm-hmm. retained against uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black, Sheamus and Cesaro the Bar. Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, so, yes, uh, one of the, the two titles that uh, did not change hands at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. My buddy The Miz, unfortunately, lost his match against Shane McMahon in a Falls Count Anywhere match, which is a really crazy match. They had a lot of uh, crazy spots with scaffolds and mm-hmm. stuff and uh, ended up with um, both um, Miz and Shane um, falling off a scaffold into... Um, what looked like a prop ta- propped area where yeah. they could just easily yeah. crash into without getting hurt. Um, Dude, Shane McMahon is still wrestling. Shane McMahon at 50, I think almost 50 years old, is Damn, still wrestling. And he's actually a good wrestler. That's a good, he's I mean, good a good him. wrestler, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mentioned the AJ Styles-Randy Orton match, which 95% of that match was uh, I was blinded, blinded by. Can't see it. But, uh, but it sounded fun, didn't it? It, it? it was a heck of a match. I got to watch it back on the WWE Network. Cool. Um, but unfortunately, AJ suffered a hip injury from that match. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. So and People say that wrestling is fake. Man, no, it is not. It's not. No. I mean, these dudes are the, taking the some potential injuries, you know, and uh, that they that people can get is just they take some hits. Yeah. So, um, and of course, you had to have the celebrity rub with oh, yeah. uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che of Saturday Night Live were in the Andre the Giant um, Battle Royal. Yeah. Along with Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman won the Battle Royal. Colin Jost and Michael Che were underneath the ring, and they came out at the end. I almost thought they were going to give the win to Colin Jost because he he, he looked like he was going to eliminate uh, Braun Strowman, but no. No. <laughs> Braun definitely won that one for sure. Um, Carmella won the women's battle royal. Cool. Uh, and yeah, that it's pretty much yes the uh, WrestleMania card in itself. Um, a seven hour. Over seven hour spectacle. I was gonna say, dude, you just listed <laughs> down a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I hope you got up to get some nachos and beer at a couple of times. Yes, there, I got, I got, luckily got some food. I had to take a strategic bathroom breaks. Um, yeah. That's another pretty... highlight, of course, was uh, musical performances by Joan Jett okay. as she performed Ronda Rousey's Bad Reputation theme. Oh snap! Okay. Yeah, that was cool. And of course, Elias, who's a WWE superstar, yeah, um, did his. Um, Little concert, uh, which was interrupted mm. by John Cena in his uh, Thugonomics old school John Cena gimmick. Okay. Yeah, his rap gimmick. So that was pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> so all in all, a good WrestleMania, other than getting poured on. We all had a great time. That sounds like a good time. The next man. day, uh, I got to go to the fan festival called Access, the cool. Rumi Fan Fest. Cool. Where I got to meet Shinsuke Nakamura, Ooh. Mandy Rose, Our mm-hmm. uh, Truth, and several other superstars that were doing appearances at oh, the yeah. Access event. So. Um, and uh, before I uh, headed home, had some awesome. I gotta put this place over, man. This is a, a Red Hook seafood place uh, in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Um, 
and I am uh, I'm forgetting the name of the restaurant, but it was probably one of the best craft houses I've ever been to. Um, so ended the night out there. Um, but it was good. But um, what made m- um, bigger headlines was what happened the night before. That was the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. I, I heard about you this. You might have heard, about, heard this, about this, right? Yes. And it was a Simpsons prediction. It was a Simpsons prediction. I'll tell you. Go ahead and say what it is, and I'll tell you. Okay. So as you know, the Hart Foundation, um, which was way overdue. Uh, Bret Hart already uh, was inducted many years ago. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, who passed away uh, last year, um, was not inducted yet until uh, this past Saturday night in the Hall of Fame. They get inducted together as a tag team, the Hart Foundation. So cool. um, when Bret was uh, doing his inductance, uh, inductance? Incep- acceptance speech. Thank you. His acceptance speech. Um, <laughs> his acceptance speech, right. Yep. Uh, a dude uh, jumped into the ring with, um, I guess, a Rastafarian A Rasta hat, yep. And a, because you're ironically Jamaican, which is pretty funny. Yeah, well, I, I saw no Rasta hats the whole time I was okay. there. Okay, a Rasta hat and Rasta dreadlocks and um, just speared Bret Hart in the ring, took yeah. him down. I'm not sure if he got a punch in, but... Um, Tons of superstars went into the ring. And just beat the shit out of him, right? And beat the shit out of this douchebag. Good. Um, <laughs> you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, man. Right. Oh, God. Talk about an idiot, man. Yeah. Um, even Ronda Rousey's husband, uh, Travis Brown, got, got a in punch there. in. You know, I, I wonder if the dude wanted to get his ass kicked. You have to think something's not right in the brain for somebody who wants to do something like that. Yeah. Because you know? um, yeah. there's no good going to come out of it. No. If anything, he's getting fined. He might spend some time in jail. Yeah. And well, he's and banned from WWE events. For life. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, t- as a 26-year-old guy named Zachary Madsen, he's from Nebraska. So he was telling police it was the right moment to do the attack. Okay. The right moment? What the hell, dude? Hey, it made him famous. So he was ordered to be held at a $1,500 bond at his arraignment on assault and criminal trespassing. And, um, yeah, um, good. Fuck that guy. But yeah, he, a complete, a complete idiot. Um, mm-hmm. who else uh, jumped in the ring? Um, Dash Wilder actually got a nice uppercut <laughs> to, of the revival. Uh, Titus O'Neil was in the ring as well. The New Day got in the ring. People just, um, Davey Boy Smith Jr. They all got in the ring, um, to, um, you know. Take down, ass. yeah, take down this guy, and he was escorted outside the building. Fuck That's that one guy. thing you don't do is, no, you know, you're not a part of the show. This is not an angle or storyline. You no. don't fucking disrespect a Hall of Famer like Brett the Hitman Hart during his speech. During his acceptance, that speech. was a total dick move, right? And if you notice the opening promo, mm-hmm. Big Nick was Brett the Hitman Hart, yeah, yeah which was pretty cool. Yeah, Wait, I need to know the Simpson prediction. All right, so the Simpson prediction is that. There's a scene in, in one episode of The Simpsons when Brett the Hitman Hart was on the show and Homer interrupts him giving a speech in a Rasta hat. Wait a minute, why didn't do you think that's what it was? Possibly. Maybe. I doubt it. But he wasn't physically attacked in No, he wasn't. Homer literally just walked up and interrupted him and in in a Rasta hat. Maybe this is that was the intention of uh, of Zachary. If it was, it's kinda stupid. But who knows? That is interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I, the you know Simpsons what? have like some yeah, I'll pull it up. fortune I'll pull it up. tellers that work for them. You're right. I swear to they God. They actually predicted that um, Donald Trump, Donald Trump was going to be, be president. president. Um, what else? Did, didn't they predict um, something about Kevin? Oh, that was actually Family Guy. Family Guy predicted uh, but it's the same Kevin writers. Spacey. Yeah, it? it's different writers. Different oh, writers. Okay. Um, same network. Um, but yeah, that's a very good point, man. That is crazy, dude. Um, while you're pulling up, uh, Big Big Nick, um, yep. 
the D Generation X was one of the highlights of the Hall of Fame. So, oh yeah. Um, Triple H actually um, said if you put EVP, which is Executive Vice Vice President, in front of someone, it makes them feel important. That was actually a shot at the AEW uh, Vice Presidents, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. As you know, they have this new startup um, wrestling organization called All Elite Wrestling, backed by a billionaire um, as you know potential competition for WWE. Um, so, you know, it kind of took a, a shot at AEW. Um, on the red carpet of the, the WWE Hall of Fame, we actually saw Charlotte Flair and Andrade, Andrade San Almas, uh, that um, they, they called it their big coming out party as a couple together. So, um, Tori Wilson, uh, one of the hottest WWE uh, divas and superstars, um, was also inducted and also shared some sad news that her father, Al Wilson, had passed away just days just days before she was inducted, and OMG, Bret Hart versus Ross the Catman circa 2019. Now, did they predict the year, too? I don't know it's if they predicted circa the year. 2019. I don't so know if they were pre- predicted the year, but... Um, Dude, yeah, man, that is, is crazy. Isn't that fucking wild? I swear they got they got time travelers working on oh, the writing they team. They definitely do. Wait, yeah. So I know about the Donald there's Trump. There's like a whole list. There's a list. Oh, there's more than just that. Donald Trump yeah. was president. Donald Trump was what, one. What other ones? Uh, Disney buying um, Fox, I think. Holy shit! Really? Um, oh, dude, so much of that stuff. So yeah. much stuff. They have like a whole list of things that the Simpsons mm. have predicted. Yeah. Oh, okay, my good man's right. looking it up. Big Nick's gonna look that up. I'm gonna um, do some uh, some highlights of Raw and SmackDown. Actually, hmm. saw the Hardys defeat the Usos. On SmackDown, they become eight-time tag team champions. And we mm-hmm. also saw the Shield reunite for what mm-hmm. may be the last time for Monday's dark match on Raw as uh, Dean Ambrose had wrestled his last match with the WWE. Prior to that, he had an impromptu match with Bobby Lashley that really didn't go anywhere, which ended up being more of a brawl. We saw the return of The Undertaker, Maker's return to Raw, which I don't know why they didn't save The Undertaker for WrestleMania. They had him um, on Raw, um, which he interrupted a performance of Elias. We saw the return of Sami Zayn, who lost uh, a match with uh, Finn Balor. We also saw the debut of Lars Sullivan, who attacked uh, Hall of Famer Kurt Angle after Angle got payback on Baron Corbin. And um, we also saw Lacey Evans punch... The new SmackDown and Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch, which led to the two brawling back uh, backstage. Um, and next week, look for the um, Superstar Shakeup, which I'm looking forward to, where Raw and SmackDown will be um, moving super superstars from either brand um, to give everything a fresh start. Um, in other WWE news, we just learned that Dasha Fuentes, re-announcer backstage interview, has been released from the company. Oops. They did not say why. Apparently, oh. she her last day was the Monday's Raw before WrestleMania. And it's going to be something good. You, you think it's going to be crazy? Something yeah, like, it's going to be done, something good if they haven't up. said why and yeah. it's like some secret letting go. Yeah, it's going to be right. something crazy <laughs> yeah. that she did. Right. Also, um, with controversy, is Sasha Banks not appearing on the Wendy Williams show. The WWE superstar was slated to to appear, but she canceled due to a personal issue that she did not disclose. Um, A very cryptic uh, message that she tweeted about um, where she said, There is something about the way life happens today that makes it hard to look ahead. There are things that make it difficult to laugh, difficult to live the way you want. 
And um, so I don't know. It was very cryptic. Um, I don't know if she's going through some emotional issues right now. Yeah, it right sounds now. like depression. Just take your pills, girl. You'll be all right. <laughs> Maybe it had to do. She was sad mm-hmm. that she lost the uh, women's tag team championships. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right. So but yes. So I found an article on the Hollywood Reporter. Now I like yeah. I opened it up and I found a couple articles. Okay. This one is from September 2018 mm-hmm. from the Hollywood Reporter. The Simpsons. Thirty times. The show has predicted the future. 30. 3 zero. 30 freaking times. The, All right, the let's, top, go, the top let's go over this list. Let's I'll, go. Oh, you go. Yeah, you yeah. Want me to do the, I don't well, yeah, the whole list. Let, let me do the top do three. Oh, the top, oh, okay. top of the list, of course, is Donald Trump winning the presidency. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that was season 11, episode 17. So that was 10 years ago, right? Wow. Um, correctly de- uh, predicting Super Bowls. Season 3, episode 14. Um. Which uh, teams in the Super Bowl? Uh, let's say uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, San Francisco 49ers over the San Diego Chargers. Wow. They did it a couple of times. Um, Lisa correctly predicted the the Redskins win. Uh, yeah, so there's three here, right? So that's that's three predictions right there that they won. Um, season 10, 10 years, or 12 years ago, uh-huh. Disney buying 20th Century Fox. Um, smart watches in season six. I'm going to keep going a little bit. Autocorrect, also season six. Stealing Cooking Grease for Cash, season 10. That's oh, kind of a... Um, FIFA's Corruption Scandal and World Cup Results, season 25. Jesus. Um, the Beatles sending belated fan mail in season two. Siegfried and Roy Tiger Attack, season five. Remember Siegfried and Roy? Yes. Um, the tiger actually attacked one of them. Video yes. chats in season six. Season six is what? 1990. Five, something like that. They predicted video chats. They predicted video chat. Um, the U.S. wins gold in curling, season twenty-one. Uh, Lady Gaga Super Bowl performance, season twenty-three. Wow. Covering up Michelangelo's David, season two, because I guess they covered up uh, his junk or whatever. Um, faulty voter machines in season twenty for the uh, Barack Obama John McCain uh, election. Wow. And so, and the fucking list goes on here, man. Wow, I mean, that is crazy. Now, a bro- Ebola so, outbreak. So they're like, basically predicting at some point it would happen. They didn't say. Yeah. They didn't specify. They yeah. haven't given specific dates, dates on some right. things. Now the Super Bowl stuff they did. The really. Ebola outbreak. Is the crazy. Ebola outbreak is crazy. That's crazy. Th- the three-eyed fish. I mean, oh, dude. I mean, there's so many here. That so is insane. You should dude. check it out. Yeah. So that's a that's on Hollywood Reporter. I just googled. Simpsons predictions, and then you'll find it. I feel like the football thing shouldn't be in the top three, just because there's a 50-50 chance. Yeah, but but they so predicted like, these games years before they happened. Yeah, but not uh, 50-50, because they have to actually predict the correct teams as well. The correct sure. teams and the yeah. year. Yeah. So three so, times they got that right. Yeah, so that's just that's wild. Yeah, that is completely wild. Anywho, so. getting totally off topic here. That is okay, because, um, yeah, we... we um, Again, WrestleMania was amazing. Yeah. I think we've uh, I've covered everything uh, the gamut of the weekend, but uh, I would definitely do WrestleMania again. Uh, it's in Tampa next year. Yeah. I did a Royal Rumble when I was a kid, and that was fantastic. See, Royal Rumbles are fun. That, that's yeah. like my second favorite yeah. uh, pay-per-view. I would love to go to a WrestleMania. That is yeah. on my list. Oh, you still would? I still would, even though I don't really watch wrestling anymore. Okay. Like, I'm old school, right? Right, right, like of course. Like, Steve Stone Cold, I remember mm-hmm. him in his day, and that yeah. was... Stone Cold Steve Austin was my jam. Right. Um... But I would definitely go. Hell yeah, I love going to wrestling. Oh, match. you know what? I just I just forgot a very a big match that happened between Triple H and Batista. Oh, oh where yeah. Where Triple H did win the match. Yeah. But 
But um, uh, Batista, I saw this. Batista mm-hmm. did announce that he's officially retiring from wrestling. Officially retired from wrestling. Yeah, which that was his. I wasn't that was sure. his swan song. Yeah, which is interesting because the stipulation was if Batista beat Triple H, Triple H would retire. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up that uh, Batista himself decided to retire. After he's he's got so much stuff he's got to do he, now. He's yes. got like three movies coming out. Yes, he does. Yeah. They just played the the trailer of Stuber. I saw. Uh, it. Du- okay, you saw I that. I saw yeah, that. Which looks great, by the way. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. And then he's got another one where he's mm-hmm. um like a spy with a kid or something. Yeah. I'm like I'm gonna watch all those. Yeah. Pizza's great. He's a so, good guy. I met him at Awesome Con. Nice dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's Real good nice people, dude. man. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I met him years ago too. He's from Washington D.C. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So he wrote uh, to all the WWE fans across the world that gave me the opportunity to, to suspend your disbelief. Thank you. From the biggest part of my heart, thank you for letting me entertain you. Tonight was my storybook ending, and I wanted to leave you with all I had to give. I miss this theater of violence more than I can express in words, but I am officially retiring from sports entertainment. Um, so, yes. Good way to go. Good way to go. And mm-hmm. also retiring is uh, Kurt Angle, who wrestled oh, really? Baron Corbin. He lost his retirement match, unfortunately. No, oh, that's too bad. So we saw... I was lucky to just say I've, I saw two retirement matches. That's like cool. Their last match. And Kurt those, Angle are, those are big name wrestlers, And Dave too. Batista's Those are big name last wrestlers, matches. man. Yeah. So I got to witness that I remember when Kurt person. Angle first kind of got on the scene as a mm-hmm. kid. Right. And the whole big thing was him winning that Olympic gold medal in wrestling. Right. Which was pretty cool. So, yeah. So, yes, I, I completely forgot two of those in, important matches. Kind of important. Uh, <laughs> when I went back into my WrestleMania. But, yeah, yeah. nonetheless, guys, moving, moving on, on to entertainment, we have a huge, two huge call in <laughs> guests. Yeah. Are you relieved about that we're done with the wrestling talk? Hey, I sat here very patiently. <laughs> I appreciate your patience. <laughs> so, it's a Netflix um, star uh, episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, we have actor um, Thomas Elms, who stars in Netflix series The Order, which is out now. Come, Looks um, cool. Yep. Um, oh, I watched. I binge watched all of that. It was so good. The Order, you watched that as well? You're, then you so you good. needed to be here, Sabrina. Yeah. yeah. We're happy that you're here because I haven't had time to watch it, so yeah. I'm happy that we're it happy was. Oh, my time. God. I binge watched it. it so was do so you good. remember Thomas's character? What was his name? Um, his, his character, um, uh, Hamish Duke, leader of the pack of werewolves. Known as the Knights of Christopher. That dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely remember cool that shot. face. The yeah. little pretty face. That's yep. So, Tom, yep, Thomas Elms. Yes. Good looking will dude. Will be calling in to Blow the Belt Show. Ooh. And, of course, <laughs> your namesake, Sabrina, <laughs> actress Emily Hain will be calling in the lovely Emily Hain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 She, uh, she plays... Uh, the Elspeth? character of Elspeth, and I actually had the um, the clip up for you, Sabrina. Did you? Yay! Did you happen to see the episode, or or no? Let me see it. Um, uh, well, I just if I just wanted to show you a clip really quick. She was the one that her 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 throat was slit in this yeah. scene right here, and like, then she and then and then Sabrina brought her back to life, and she she went completely like like God like God uh, mode. God, I yeah. guess yeah, she very similar to like a God God mode with the. Mm-hmm. The, the th- thorns on her, on the side of her head or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. hardcore. Yeah. Pretty hardcore. Yeah. So there's that, that was her that she 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 she, she slit the girl's throat basically. Yeah. Okay, I don't pretty, remember pretty that at all. Um, yeah. I was actually also wondering if you they don't remember split, if they split you don't remember the scene two into two sections because I thought I binge watched the whole thing 
but there are parts I don't remember. All right, guys. That's right. It's a Netflix special, Below the Belt Show, which is awesome. We have an actor from an awesome series you haven't seen it called The Order. Um, we have one of the actors on the line right now, Thomas Elms. What's up, Thomas? Hey, thanks so much for having me. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank hey, you up, so you much for being here, you tasty little treat. Oh, come on. Oh, tr- goodness. Don't, don't <laughs> scare up our, our special guest, Sabrina. Come on now. You're on the oh, line. Oh, my God. This is easily the best interview I've done so far. Thank oh, you. All right. You're on the line with Al Soto. That was, that was Sabrina Taylor-Smith, and we have Big Nick, the captain. Hello, sir. Talking to you here on Below what? the Belt Show. What's up, brother? First of all, man, Netflix is killing it with this original content, yes, by are. the way. Yeah, man. I binge-watched oh, the yeah. show so hard. So you binge-watched The Order, yes. yes. What were your thoughts, Sabrina? Um, It was amazing. I can't wait till season two. Okay. I binge-watched it all night. Like, it was one of those things where I had to do things the next day, and I was like, this sucks, because I will not sleep and do all of those things wow. if I can finish watching the series. <laughs> okay. And I did, but it was painful. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so was Thomas one of your highlights, Sabrina? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thomas, tell us a little bit about your character. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so, for, I guess for people who haven't seen the show or don't know a thing about it, I might as well just, just give... A rough overview, I suppose. So Hamish, uh, my character, he is uh, the reluctant leader of a group of young college students who also happen to be werewolf vigilantes. Uh, so they spend their days uh, drinking heavily um, mm-hmm. and just going about their normal existence. Uh, and at night they go out and search for practitioners of dark magic. Uh, they rip their hearts out and uh, return to their uh, fancy werewolf mansion for uh, around a cocktails, and that's that's essentially who I am. Uh, uh, when I got the role, I was given a blueprint for the character. So there were a couple things I knew right off the bat. You know, he's uh, he's a veteran. He's tired. He's war weary. Uh, this guy's seen pretty much everyone he knows and loves die in the line of duty, and somehow he's made it through. Uh, and he's sort of found himself in charge of these young pups. Uh, and no one really respects him or his authority, and um, he's, there's, there's this element of Hamish that is very much laugh in the face of danger, spit in the face of death, but behind closed doors you, you get the sense that this guy is um, just painfully aware of his own mortality, the fact that the sands kind of run out in the hourglass for this dude, and, uh, and so it was interesting playing a character like that, because he's, he's very conflicted internally, but he doesn't really, he keeps his cards very close to his chest. I got, the vibe, I got the vibe that actually he really was the leader of the pack, and he was the one who they kind of were like, oh, I don't know, Hamish like may not be about that life. Like you were when you said to, um, I forgot the girl wolf's name. Um, yeah, that would be Lilith. Yeah, Lilith, L- yep. Lilith, you were like, oh, well, you know, your character, your wolf speaks all these other languages, and, like, that's crazy. Like, you would know that if you read these books. And then she was like, oh, maybe I am a little curious about my life before, <laughs> like, being this person wolf. Um, and I just, I thought your character was very, like, your character was definitely the leader of the pack. That's, that's the oh, part well, that's that I the- got. That makes me feel so much better. Thank you. They're always tearing down my self-esteem, so it's good to hear that. 
Of course they are, because they just the want bastards. you to be your best. <laughs> and you were. So, so, Thomas, if you could tell us uh, about your journey to landing the role as Hamish, the audition process, and, and, and all that good stuff that brought you to the series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess I'll begin from the beginning. So I originally auditioned for Jack uh, in the story, who's uh, the protagonist. He's the um, uh, sort of all-American romantic hero. He's, he's tough and resilient, and he's smart, and he can handle himself in a fight. It was such an awesome character to get to audition for. Uh, you know, it's the lead in, a, lead in a brand new pilot. So obviously the stakes were pretty high, and I was incredibly excited because there was just something um, refreshing about this audition. I think it was the writing. Uh, like, immediately the writing just jumped out as, as so, uh, I, again, just, just different than, I guess, what I was used to. Um, okay. there, it, was, it was serious and, and dark, and there's monsters and magic, but there's also this, absurdity and this hilarity it was like it it went really deep into this kind of horror fantasy genre but at the same time it was never afraid to uh just go for the punchline in every scene which i thought was really interesting Uh, so immediately i was hooked on the project uh and the audition was a blast uh they gave me four scenes from the first episode to do um and it was a director producer writer session so i met uh basically the creative heads that day uh, and the director, who I didn't unfortunately get to work with because he, he shot the first couple episodes, uh, David Van Ank and DVA, he was there with his adorable little dog. Uh, and when I finished the audition, I was nervous as hell. And no one said anything except <laughs> right. for David. who said, well, laugh. okay. Yep. Uh, he said, all right, well, hey, listen, my dog is the guy who makes the final call here, so why don't you come over to the table and see if he likes you. So... <laughs> So I walked over to the table and, and pet his dog and walked out of the room just feeling like a million bucks. Um, it was great to, to be able to just kind of leave it all there on the floor. And uh, So that was a heck of a ride. And then I, I found out a couple of days later that I was going to be uh, sort of shortlisted for the part, which, okay. you know, is, means that essentially you're in the mix. You know, it could but be you pinned. and yeah, a handful of people, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but I figured, you know, realistically, like I'm, I'm sort of a pretty small fish, even in Vancouver. So, so as, as awesome as that would be, what are the chances? And then uh, a couple weeks later, I got a phone call from my agent, and he said, "Hey, listen, man, uh, you didn't get Jack, but they're going to offer you this other part. Yes. It's called Hamish. Apparently, he's a werewolf. <laughs> what do you say?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go for it. So, yeah. So, I mean, just in so many regards, just this whole project to me has felt like on the level of winning the lottery you know it's not just because it was a cool character but mm-hmm. um just show. the quality of the writing the story yeah. the fantasy world it was amazing yeah they have they already have gifts of you on tumblr by the way just saying <laughs> i'll have to check those out <laughs> yeah so the order um it, it's a completely original screenplay right thomas there's no like source material as far as like a book or any other a uh, fandom it, it was completely um Completely original screenplay, and uh, as far as I, what I'm reading here, is that is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Absolutely. Um, so the the world, the universe, um, the characters, you know, all the all the magic, and that's all that that's all um, that's all the 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 creation of the writing team. Uh, yeah. They did a fantastic Dennis job. Uh, little. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Dennis Heaton is uh, the creator, the main creator? Yeah, absolutely. So we had Dennis Heaton. He's a showrunner. Um, he's uh, an incredibly 
fantastic human being uh, and a joy and a pleasure to work with. Um, uh, interestingly enough, it is sort of based on uh, the writings of Aleister Crowley, who is uh, a famous, you know, real life real life magician, real life occultist. Right. Yeah, my so, um, best friend was actually super into mm-hmm. uh, Aleister Crowley, and he has all of his books. Right. Um, but he has a lot of very strange teachings of like mysticism and uh, like Wiccan, and it's just it's very very interesting outlook on a type of religion that he follows. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, was uh, are, do you see any other influences with the order, with any other uh, werewolves, or you know, are, you know, maybe any similarities to the werewolves from Twilight or True Blood? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's pretty plain to see that we're kind of uh, headed in a different direction than that. But um... yeah, it's definitely it's de- that's definitely a very different direction. I mean, Aleister Crowley. Uh, any of his works that are going to be made into anything are going to be much more serious in mm-hmm. the like plot line and within the script. Like it's going to be a much more serious, very dark, I think, interpretation of um, the, his works. So I, I don't, I wouldn't put like Twilight and uh, <laughs> I wouldn't put those in the same yeah. genre. Just think of other popular places where we've seen you know, recently. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen the film What We Do in the Shadows. Uh-huh. Um, it's yeah. basically, yeah. you know, modern werewolves and they okay. don't like to swear. They call themselves werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> Which is probably a little polar opposite to the werewolves uh, in the order, if I had to say. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I would say it's night and day. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So have they greenlit a season two yet? Yeah, so uh, they they announced uh, a couple weeks ago that that we are going to be going to a second season. So I'm absolutely awesome. open to awesome. that. Awesome! Congrats, man. Um, yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. I mean, again, like it was such an incredible feeling to work on this project. Um, for me, it was, it was the biggest thing that's happened in my career thus far. So the fact that we're going to get to do this again and the world's been established now, and it's such a it's such a sort of rich universe that they've created, and we really only got the chance to scratch the surface of it in the first season. I mean, you hear about this stuff, right? You hear about the Eye of Apollo and all these crazy relics of you know, untold power and, um, that that are just kind of hidden away in his basement, for instance. Um, you know, and we, we it's a credit to again the creative department for creating such an incredibly detailed world with all the sets they made. It was absolutely astounding. Um, just everywhere you looked, there was some kind of like weird knickknack or voodoo thing, or just it was absolutely amazing. So uh, the fun. fact that we're going to get another kick at the can is is just fantastic. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm reading here also um, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, with an average rating of 7.33 out of 10. Now that is a rare, rare thing. Yeah. That's how you know you've the, got wow. some real magic that you're working on. Yeah. That, that. Yeah. I don't know if that that number is is the current number. But I believe at one, it. At one point, it was 100. percent If you watch the show, you believe. 100 percent around uh, tomatoes. I will believe it. <laughs> yeah. You, if you watch the show, you yeah. will believe it. I mean, right. I literally, I did not want to watch it. To That's be why honest. Sabrina's here, Tom. Yeah. She's the uh, <laughs> our our, uh, our resident hey, binger. She's our resident great. binger. I am. I I'm the resident binger. I didn't want to watch it at first, and my friend Tatiana was like, "No, you have to watch. Just watch one episode." After that first episode, I was like, "All right, well, we need to make a pot of tea, <laughs> and <laughs> we need to get some legit snacks because we're watching this all night." <laughs> So, yeah. Right on. That is awesome. 
So Thomas, um, you alluded to some other projects. Is there anything else uh, in the works, or has the order pretty much consumed your schedule? Yeah, the order is uh, taking up a sizable amount of my life uh, <laughs> currently, and I couldn't, you know, which I couldn't be happier. But accurate. yeah, <laughs> which makes yeah, which no, totally, totally makes a lot of sense. Have you started production on season two yet? No, no. Okay. And uh, to, truth be told, I was hoping we would, you know, be starting next week or something like that. But uh, it's you know, it's a big endeavor. So um, we're we're going to be. Uh, I think we're going to be starting working in the in the fall of this year. Okay. Um, so we're probably going to expect a release date sometime probably in, in, in the next year. Uh, so, I, 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 again, I can't wait to start on the project. Mm-hmm. It's just been a dream come true, well, really. One that of the is things so that amazing. I've learned from watching my many occult shows is that you can't rush magic. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, exactly. If it's going to take a little more time, it's got to take a little more time. <laughs> well, Game of Thrones had uh, made, you know. Took a one-year hiatus yeah, to make some magic, Yeah, and we're going right? to wait for that, And though. we're going to watch it this week. <laughs> That's the thing. So, Tom- <laughs> so Thomas, uh, you, you did an episode of Project Blue Book, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones. Did you get to work specifically with uh, Lord Baelish Littlefinger, Aiden Gillen, on set? <laughs> what an awesome segue. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, yeah. Aiden Gillen was, was such an incredible human being to just be on set with. Yeah, um, how cool. Yeah, it was fantastic. And we were playing... Uh, 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 we were playing uh, military soldiers who had been hit by some kind of rage chemical. So we were all we were all hyped up and, and squabbling and fighting, and we just it, the whole scene turns into a big brawl. So sadly, I didn't really get a chance to act with the guy, other than you know oh, acting yeah. crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah, what an awesome treat to even just be there for a day. Awesome. I love. That. I think a lot of people don't realize that he was actually Zorg in the Fifth Element. Littlefinger? Oh, uh, yeah, Aiden Gillen, yeah. Yeah, so I would, like, die to meet him. Are you sure about that? I'm positive. It's Gary Oldman. It's Gary Oldman. Really? It's not the same guy? No. Not the same guy. What? Okay, well, he's got a legit twinsie. Oh, no. Doppelgangers. (laughs) I I would agree to disagree. Doppelgangers confuse me. I mean, we white people do kind of look alike. (laughs) I gotta ask about your experience on the show Timeless, which... Unfortunately, it did not have a longer run, but uh, the, yeah. a lot of critics loved it. Um, yeah, I thought that, good, that show yeah. was good, too. Yeah, how, how was your experience uh, playing the man at the bar? <laughs> well, the man at the bar is obviously a standout in the show. Um, no, uh, it really it was, it was a fantastic experience just to be on that project. Um, I, I, I watched the series myself, uh, so I was, I was super into it when it came out. Uh, and the fact that I got to... Uh, be in uh, a speakeasy back in the day uh, and make flirty eyes at the main, you know, hunking guy was just so much fun, really. Uh, so it was just, it was really just a background position that they sort of transformed into an actor role. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I didn't have any dialogue even in the scene. And you see me in the, sh- in, the in the episode, which I believe is called The Red Scare. Okay. Um, I, I appear on screen for about uh, five seconds. I, I I look the main guy the, the I think he's he's like some kind of soldier. Uh, I just give him the once over and uh, and he's absolutely uh, terrified. It, it was fantastic. <laughs> wow, that, that that you gotta love it when things kind of uh, progress from a non-speaking role to a more featured role in that sense. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it, yeah, it's it's uh, I'm so incredibly grateful for to be where I'm at. Uh, I, I gotta admit, yeah. now you're pretty much. Uh, are you are you gonna be a series regular? Are you considered a series regular for the order or, or recurring? 
Uh, I'm still going to be recurring uh, next okay. year on the second season, okay. uh, and we will see. I I expect, to be honest, I, I, I hope to be in as many episodes as I can be. Nice. Uh, that's really up to Netflix and uh, the writers. Um, but uh, I hope, you know, I hope to be there as often as I can for more werewolf hijinks. I just, it was just such, such a blast working with that crew. Mm-hmm. Um, we had such a fantastic vibe every time we were on set. It was just like jamming. We figured out the dynamic of the group, and, and after that, we were just grooving. It was amazing. That is awesome. You, um, I worked actually with one of the, your series regulars and Max Martini. Uh, a film oh, called yeah. Will Gardner I, I, I shot uh, with with Max. Absolutely. And, yeah, well, what's wow. Mark, yeah wow. Max is a super cool guy. Well, how, how did you enjoy working with Max? Fantastic. Actually, he's, uh, he's old buddies with um, uh, one of my acting teachers, John Cassini. Ah. Uh, so those guys go way back. So uh, we've got a, we got a selfie where Max is uh, just giving him the finger and saying, hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so that was sort of my experience of Max Martini. Nice. Um, sadly, I didn't really get uh, really any on on screen time with him uh, except for that uh, final se- well actually I shouldn't I shouldn't go any further spoilers right people yeah. might have mind I haven't seen it yet I want to watch it no yeah exactly yeah. well uh, so I, suffice it to say my, Max lives happily ever after and I'll just leave it leave it at that <laughs> um, so, so as a Firefly fan Firefly fan I saw that uh, Jewel State is also in the order did you uh, get any time with her or did you get to meet her at all. Sadly, uh, she was. Uh, we were not even remotely on the same days, uh, yeah. but she did. She played the necromancer. She actually played twin necromancers, which I thought was really cool. That's cool. Um, and she did a heck of a job. She was. Uh, she was intimidating. Yeah, I would have. I'm hopefully. I think what I would like, you know, just to completely divert the question, uh, what to see to see next season would be a bit more, uh, you know, interaction between the two societies. For for most of the series, it was quite divided. You had the people in the order, mm-hmm. and you had the people in the werewolf mansion. That yeah. they didn't really interact terribly much. But I think in the second season, with what's gone down, we can expect a lot of uh, a lot of bleed over. And I mentioned True Blood earlier with Sam Trammell, uh also in the yeah. order. I mean, you got to. I think that's perfect casting because you already have a very similar genre with True Blood. And he's now on uh, your show, The Order. So I thought that was perfect casting with Sam. How did you like working with Sam? And I, and I got to tell you, True Blood is probably one of the only series that I have seen completely from start to finish. Uh, so I, I was a huge fanboy. And the fact that I got to work, work with um, Sam Merlot <laughs> was just... <laughs> was just such an honor and he was and, and the best part was he was just such a fantastic human being mm-hmm. he was just he was he was nice and you never got that weird sort of uh, uh you know uh, star factor that came into it um uh, i i did i did sort of run into him on set one afternoon we were shooting the suburb uh the suburb scenes uh, with the professors in episode three mm-hmm. and four um and he was just so fantastic, and I did it. I, I admit, like I went up to him and I said, "Hey, listen, man, like I, I'm so sorry, but I love True Blood. You were so..." And I just I went for it because oh, um, I figured I wouldn't get the chance to again. And and it was really nice to see that he was just a fantastic human being as well. Awesome! Wow, Thomas! Wow, we uh, we can't wait to watch. Uh, I know Sabrina's already binged it, but I myself, I can't wait to watch the second <laughs> I'm season. The I'm the captain. I've already I've already started watching episode one, and now. I'm <laughs> Now I'm going to be watching the rest. Yep. I'm so sold, good. man. It's I'm sold. so good. Yeah. And Netflix, oh, again, fantastic. Netflix, a great platform uh, for original content. 
and the order is certainly no exception. Uh, Thomas, thanks so much for calling in to Below the Belt Show. If, if you could, before we let you go, let us know who you are, uh, your character on uh, the order, and let us know where you're on Below the Belt Show and whatever you want at the end. Absolutely. Whenever? Yep. Fantastic. Hi, I'm Thomas Elms. I'm on the Below the Belt Show. I play Hamish Duke, the werewolf on Netflix is the order. Check it out. Thank you so much. Perfect. <laughs> good job. Perfect. One take wonder. I love it. Oh, good. Well, I tried. Thank is you. That how you is <laughs> that, Will you succeed, bro? Is that how you are on set? One take wonders? You know what? Believe it or not, I, I, it's, I'll be honest with you. It's all smoke and mirrors, but yeah. It's, what is that line in American Beauty? In order to succeed, you got to project the image of success at all times or whatever. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it. Well, you're so doing it. I think I picked it up in theater school, and it's just carried over into my film career. So. That is awesome. Now the secret's out, but here, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Thomas, thanks so much for calling in. You're awesome. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, Hope to do it again. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thomas Elms of Netflix, The Order. Can you believe we have another Netflix star in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Coming up on Below the Belt Show. But let's go ahead and play a classic cut. But I decided to do a cool cut this week. Okay. The cool cuts are more contemporary where the classic cuts are throwbacks. All right. And last Tuesday, I got to experience one of the best live shows I've been to. Um, certainly one of my favorite contemporary bands right now, and uh, they're called Muse. Muse, I got the new album. That's a good new album. I love Muse, and I thought, you know, a classic Muse song would be great, but you know what? One of their newest tracks, which, you know, you could actually kind of infer for the fandom that we have on the show for Star Wars. Uh, That would be me. Thank you very much. That would be me as well. Yeah, yes. Um, Well, we we know that uh, what uh, side of the force is Darth Vader and Kylo Ren on? That would be the, the dark, dark side. side. Yeah, so the Muse actually has a song called The, the dark, dark Side, <laughs> which we'll play here on Below the Belt Show for the cool cut on BTV. We'll be back here after this. Yeah. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. Alrighty. That was Muse, The Dark Side. The, the Dark Side. Talking about the perfect song by Muse to play on Below the Belt Show, guys. 
We haven't even touched the iceberg of entertainment, so let's go we ahead. We have not. It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. April's a big month for entertainment. Did you, uh, you, I know we alluded to that earlier, uh, Big Nick. Yep. But um, let's just talk about some of our favorite fandoms, if you will. Oh, yeah. Starting with just this past uh, weekend, we saw an incredible DCEU film. We it did. was a great one, guys. I'm talking about Shazam. Um, uh, bad. Shazam did you see it? Great. You didn't see it. Um, now, um, I guess um, I guess we should warn, learn, warn the listeners that we'll be talking about some of the things that happened in Shazam. Maybe we'll be talking about some of the mid-credits and mm-hmm. uh, end-credit scenes. But uh, overall, very lighthearted. Um, the, it, the, thing, the thing that... Uh, and a lot of fun. Yes, but I have, a lot I of fun. I do have one criticism of the film, and mm-hmm. that is it initially seemed to be a nice family superhero movie then it got really dark really quick it did with the seven sins and yeah. them eating people and stuff like yeah, that yeah so it was like, scary like, yeah. can you take kids to this film I like initially i thought if it was i had like a, a 9 year old i'd be like yeah. ah, i don't know yeah so that, yeah. this was like a mixed thing cuz you know you have child actors yeah young child actors and automatically you think okay this one's going to be okay like you know spider-man far from yeah. home yeah which you know I would consider a, a safe. That uh, is definitely a safe kids safe, movie. Safe kids movie. It had some pretty permanent violence in it, but yeah, it wasn't scary. But I didn't know which way Shazam was going with it. That. It kind of uh, missed. It, it kind of bounced around a little bit. That just makes me want to see it even more. Right. Yeah. But overall, wow. I mean, I thought it was because they. And I know, love the guy that plays Shazam. Zachary like Levi. Cutie patootie. Yeah. <laughs> you like I used Zachary to watch Levi. Zachary Levi on Chuck. Like Chuck was yeah. my jam. Yeah, for a I know. Bit. Tatiana's obsessed with that show. Yeah, dude. I want to know who played Mary. Mary. <laughs> what, like the oldest uh, sister? Oldest, oldest sibling. Yeah, she was cute. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, you know, I thought it was cool. Uh, of course, at the end, um, the entire, uh, um, I guess, new family that uh, yep. Billy... Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All became uh, came superheroes. Became uh, I, I, are they also not, no? What they, are their names? Are so in the credits, names? it says Captain Marvel. At least I think it did. I gotta okay. double check. Hold on. A okay. Second. At least that's what I thought I saw. Right. Right? <laughs> so I don't know, but uh, it was cool because they actually chose different actors just like they did with Zachary Levi. Uh, they had other older actors portraying uh, their younger selves and even the real big guy. And the Oh, no. Kid. They just call him like superhero, the Freddy superhero so-and-so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which is cool because, you know, as um, one of the uh, Jack Dylan Grazer, uh, mm-hmm. one of the... Um, the main uh, actors mm-hmm. uh, who actually we interviewed uh, at Monster Mania yeah. um, last year. Um, he was on It. Yeah, and he was also on It. Now mm-hmm. he was his character was walking around in a in With a crutch, yep. some kind of crutch or cane or whatever. And mm-hmm. of course, once you obtain those powers from Shazam, you don't need the crutch anymore. You don't need the crutch anymore. So that you know that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, it but, it felt like. Like almost mm-hmm. like a movie by like Steven Spielberg. Like it kind of reminded yeah. me of like it had like a Goonies vibe to it. Where there's like you know there's some scary bits, but yeah. it's like these kids like doing the things and yeah. and I mean Zachary Levi plays a fantastic 14 year old kid. 
That's because he's because he's that's his thing. Like he is yeah. he is the mind of a fourteen year old, right? But in a grown up body of an older older with guy. superpowers with superpowers, right? Yeah. So you know, it obviously had the the elements of Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks film from Big, Big. exactly in a superhero in universe. A super, it's basically um, superhero Big. That's actually a good way to describe it. Yeah. I used to like watch Su- that superhero Big all the time. That's what I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna label it that. That's and good. I thought the villain uh, Mark oh. Strong, who played Doctor Savannah, was really evil. Mark um, Strong is good at playing a bad guy. He's man. just a good. He's got that menacing guy, voice right. and like the bald head and the look. Right. He's always a great bad so guy. So we saw the mid-credit scene where uh, Dr. Savannah, played by Mark mm-hmm. uh, Strong, is now in prison after being defeated by uh, Shazam mm-hmm. um, and the foster siblings. Yep. And he went a little crazy covering the walls with the symbols, which we, he was hoping to, to know, open the door again. To open yep. the door again. Um, his writing utensil bra- uh, breaks. And mm-hmm. then you see a talking caterpillar, which is one of Shazam's oldest arc enemies. Mr. Mind, um, the voice said the seven realms are about to be ours, and the camera shows a weird little worm um, uh, <laughs> character. But this is an actual comic book character. I did see. I didn't. I thought for a minute. I thought it was Brainiac, and I was like, "What is Brainiac doing?" <laughs> Brainiac in the because I didn't. Worm? I didn't watch Shazam. I didn't read any Shazam comics as a kid. I had no clue right. who it was. Um, but yes, but no, okay. th- This character was introduced in 1943 in issue 26. Okay. Of the Captain Marvel adventures, as you know. Yes. Um, because Marvel owns the Captain Marvel name. Yep. You know, they have to be called Shazam now, yep. which I think is but better But here's, here's the funny thing about that, though. So, mm-hmm. in my house, I have a poster. Mm-hmm. It's called Marvel Universe. It was right. made in 1994, and it has every single Marvel character from 1994 on this poster. Cool. In there is the original Marvel Captain Marvel, who is not Carol Danvers. It's actually so-and-so Rambo. Because the original... Marvel Captain America Marvel was black. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so she's on there. Now, that's 50 years after DC's Captain Marvel. Oh. You know? So I feel like DC got it first. DC got it first. Okay. So I don't know how I wonder how they won that lawsuit or how they settled that. I don't know because Marvel I thought is DC the had like Captain Britain or something like that. No, Marvel's got Captain Britain. Oh, okay. It, it, it okay. was Captain Marvel. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. All right. So but anyways, Anyways, it's I think cool. they're, they're they're completely fine with Shazam. Yeah. Uh, um, but they also had another post credits uh, scene, mm-hmm. which references Aquaman, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, they sh- they showed that scene in the in the trailer. Yeah. And, okay. They so, did. But they're showing it again in the end credits. Yeah. Because you know, obviously, we want to know what Shazam's full potential uh, right. powers are. Well, we we know he can't talk to fish. He can't talk to fish. He can't mm-hmm. teleport. Can't teleport. Um. And he doesn't have heat vision. No. But, uh, it's got lightning, so it's close. Yeah. The lightning mm-hmm. is just... I was hoping for uh, a Black Adam, because like, everybody was saying that The Rock... Yes, The Rock is already contractually um, signed to, to be Black, Black Adam. Yeah. Right. So I was hoping for that. I was a little disappointed mm, I didn't see I, that. I've heard that they they want to give him a solo movie first. Oh, uh, really? And okay. then do the Shazam sequel. Oh, uh, all right. Um, but I say, why not just make it all about Zachary Levi and yeah. The Rock? I mean that's a great. That's film a right. great. That's a. Oh I mean, my yeah. God! Zachary Levi and The Rock would be fucking I think they amazing. Yeah, I, I mean you know because Black that, Adam is a villain. Right? That movie's gonna make a billion dollars if you put The Rock and Zachary right. Levi together. I mean that that's this no brainer. And come on, making DC. a billion dollars, Avengers Endgame guys. Um, oh dude. Holy smokes! Oh uh, my goodness. The the clip that dropped last week. What did you think of that? Um, which basically, um, you know, it was pretty cute. You know, uh, yep. Thor said to. Captain Marvel, I like this one. I like this one. And uh, Mark Ruffalo in the beginning uh, talked about 
you know, how they can overcome mm -hmm. uh, Thanos now and, yep. and bring back everybody. And Don Cheadle uh, says, hey, new girl, everybody in this room is all about the superhero life. Mm -hmm. So, as you know, they haven't given us a lot of big action sequences. You they haven't. That. Nope. I saw... But this is a three-hour movie. There's, there's a, a ton of action in this movie. There's an international trailer that shows, mm -hmm. in the background, Iron Man and Captain Marvel flying around doing some shit. Okay. Um, but you don't get much more than that. We don't get more than that. Yeah, and, so I'm and, surprised. And I mean, the Russos have filmed fake scenes. Yes. That's the other thing, too. They did it for Infinity War they did also. It for Infinity War. I remember they, the, uh, the the running scene. That's not in the movie. Which is they, not that's in a the fake movie scene at all. they filmed. Completely fake film, right. And they filmed fake endings and they wrote yeah. I mean like they kept the actors so like the like the the ones with the loose lips, poor Tom Holland and yeah. Mark Ruffalo and them. He can only get like his sides now I heard. Yeah. Yeah, they, they the won't script. give him the entire script. <laughs> or Mark Ruffalo. He is no toy. Mark Ruffalo is pretty bad for it too. Yeah. Um it's it's funny because uh there's they're doing a heavy promotion of of which they don't really need the publicity, but yeah, they I guess don't. it brings awareness. They really but, uh, don't need the publicity. Um, they did a, a press conference for uh, the for Endgame, and they mm. left several seats empty. Yeah. For actors who played characters which who, were who were not there, who turned to dust. Yep. Uh, due to Thanos. Good move. Post snap, there's a few empty seats, so I'd like to welcome back mm -hmm. the people that you uh, that you see here on stage. Said John Favre, mm -hmm. who hosted the event. Yep. Which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, which I wonder if Happy actually survives the snap. His character Happy. Yeah, they never stayed. They, they didn't, didn't do it to where they did, but I'm assuming he did survive I'm because yeah. yeah, because he's there. Yeah. Um, and I think I mentioned this on the show before. I think because they ready, we already know that the next Spider-Man movie's coming out. So we know that they come back. <laughs> I I think they should they they should have thought about it and 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 kept. Uh, you know, Spider-Man alive yeah. because of that. Because well, here's the thing, it though. Adds to the mystique. You know, they didn't need to start showing Spider-Man trailers so soon. They really didn't. Mm -hmm. They could have kept it just We're as much in the dark. We're talking about your jam. Yeah. Hello. I know. I just really want us to get out of Spider-Man being in high school. Like, I would just love for us to do it. Like, well, so wasn't wasn't the um, Into the Spider-Verse a, a fresh? Uh, oh, I was air? about. I was about Into the Spider-Verse. Well, I thought I'm it sorry, was a really times. good. It still had the high school element, but it also it did, had but it was, other elements. Yeah. It had other elements that made it more acceptable for me. Yeah, <laughs> but not not excited about Far From Home. Uh, I mean, I'm a little like. I'm they gotta having make a the hard time with these new adaptations of Spider-Man. Right. Like, okay. I'm really having a rough time with it. <laughs> um, also, my only beef with Into uh -huh. the Spider-Verse, and this is really my only beef because I really enjoyed the movie. Actually, no, I have two right. beefs, and I'm going to say them both. Two beefs. Number one, um, I had no idea for like a good 20 minutes of the movie that Kingpin was Kingpin because they put him in a black suit. Yeah, I know you talk yeah. about I'm very confused before, yeah. about that. Yeah, he's supposed to be in a white suit. Number white two, suit, right. Vanessa's evil. She's been evil in all versions of Spider-Man. And now, in this movie, she's all like, oh no, Kingpin, you're going to kill Spider-Man? I can't look at you the same way. Like, What? What? <laughs> I don't understand. Right. Like, dude, right. <laughs> she's evil. They took a creative uh, choice. Yeah. yeah, which was incorrect. Yes. And that's uh, fine, but it's not fine. Yeah. Right. Um, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, several, several other cast members were on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, and they read a, a rhyming kid-friendly incarnation of Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, that's funny. Which is uh, styled like Twas the Night Before. Christmas. You know who I've never seen in any of the press junkets for any of the Marvel movies? Who's in them? Okay. Bradley Cooper, who voices Rocket Raccoon. He is not in any of the press junkets for any of the Guardians of the Galaxies. 
He wasn't wow. in the press jacket for for That's Avengers: Infinity War, and they haven't. I haven't but, seen him in Endgame. But you'll have Vin Diesel who voiced Groot. Exactly. That's kind of how I feel about Faith and Buffy. Yeah. So what do you, what, why do you, why do you think that's the case? I don't know. Yeah. I just I think that's we gotta, weird. We gotta uh, get Bradley on the we show. We gotta get Bradley on the show and ask yeah. him that serious question. Uh, Are you hooking up with Lady Gaga and why aren't you doing that press <laughs> jacket, bro? Speaking of Disney, um, Disney dropped the official trailer of The Lion King. A I saw that. that much was... bigger trailer. Oh yeah. Beautiful trailer. It wasn't looks. It, it Open... looks stunning. Ooh. Yeah. Open up with Simba and Nala mm-hmm. coming face to face with Scar and his pack of hyenas. Um, it was Chuatel Belafour, is that yeah, how you say his name? Uh, Chuatel Gio 4. Gio 4, you go. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. We saw an up-close look at the famous villain. Mm-hmm. Um, Mufasa showing Simba their kingdom. Simba Thank God up. James Earl Jones is still alive, man. Yes, indeed. Because he can't replace that voice yeah. with Mufasa. We he can't. We need we need James Earl Jones for give us for another some more, give us another ten years for James for some more uh, voiceovers give us another ten years we I'm still I'm just so over it Disney can we make a new movie that you can well, recreate a billion times Well here's the thing here's the thing they're the, gonna make a live um, action movie yeah. of all their classic animated well, they're yeah, doing it to the renew the it. licenses for those trademarks right. that's why they're doing it right. And it's Ugh. making money. People are watching. It's a billion Dumbo. dollars. It's I a billion know. dollars a movie. They'll I mean, watch Aladdin, and they will watch The Lion King. I they know. Will. I watched. Mm-hmm. I saw. I saw Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I like the cartoon better. I want to <laughs> see what they do with Lilo and Stitch. That's my jam. Oh, yeah. Freaking over it. Make some new movies, well, Disney. What about this reboot? Okay. Uh, the Adams Family. MGM uh, just dropped pass. the Adam Family. Yeah, I'll pass uh, on that hard one. Pass. Trailer. Yeah. Hard mm-hmm. pass on that one. I would have been uh, more so the animated about animated characters in the gloomy yeah. CGI world. Yeah. I would have been more about if they brought Christina Ricci oh, yeah. as a grown-up. Wednesday dude. with her own family. Yes. Yeah. I saw a meme of that and I was like, dude, I would throw my. I would, would have watched I'd much that. rather seen that than an animated. Absolutely, yeah. because so they're going backwards here. The, they are. They started live action, then they're going like animated. Yeah. So it's the complete opposite. Because um, like you, because they showed a picture of her in the dress and like, holy shit, she's stunning, mm-hmm. and she is Morticia. It's right. fucking you amazing. Have Oscar Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaac could have down now, himself. Now he could have. I think he can be a good Gomez. In live action, okay. I think he could pull it off. Right. Charlize Theron, you gotta love her. I love Charlize oh, Theron. What's not Who to doesn't love? love Charlize? Apparently Theron. nobody, because apparently she's trying yeah. to tell men to man up and try and date her. Did you hear about that, dude? Seriously, I completely what? understand that. Well, I thought yeah. she's rumored to be with Brad Pitt. I, I guess I don't know if that that's that'd be yeah. cool. They make some like sexy that. babies, they make but some super sexy babies. <laughs> um, um, anyways. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, it's because it, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She She's intimidating for men, and men I mean, honestly it, don't, like, I have the same thing with yeah. one of my best friends. Beautiful, smoking beautiful. body. She's an oral surgeon with her own practice. Oh, man, she's got like, money, too. Yeah, she's, she, and we with call, her own practice. We call that a unicorn. Yeah. Right. Smoking hot. Is she crazy? Single. Not crazy, and dude. We're always there's this crazy to hotness ratio. We're it's all right. crazy. It's a crazy yeah. I mean, that's ratio. not that's yeah, yeah. not a good thing. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Like we're all crazy. I mean, we're all a but she's crazy. smoking hot. She's very mm-hmm. fun. She's beautiful. Oral surgeon, own practice, single, yeah. and like literally single, like on the dating apps. And she's like, once dudes find out that mm-hmm. I have like. I live in like a mansion and I bought it myself. They're yep. like, no, you can't make more money than so me. I can't do that. Here's wow. the thing. If I wasn't married, because I'm married now, because um, Captain, or yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Captain and I have had this conversation, um, I'm all about it. If I, if I was, if Catherine was all of a sudden 
a doctor and she made a million dollars a year and I can just fucking stay at home and be like a stay at home dad or yeah, just Mr. stay Mom. at home and play fucking video games, be a kept man. I'm all about it. All right. I was like, more power to you, girl. They shouldn't you know, be intimidated. I would uh, date Charlie Theron in a say heartbeat. They shouldn't be, but oh, like Charlie Theron either. Um, a lot of men are intimidated by women now, she who would, make more money than they now do. She, now, clearly, she Charlie Theron would be dating down if if he, we, he, she and I got together. But uh, I'd be all right with it. That's a thing. I'd be all right with it. So this is interesting. Camila Cabello is going to be playing Cinderella. They just did a live action Cinderella. They movie. They just did one. But this one is going to be a reimagined telling of the classic fairy tale. So it's, I don't think Disney mm-hmm. will be Dude, involved. Dude, I'm over it. Why? It's going to be like, a reimagined um, version of the same fairy tale so I don't that know, we've made a yeah. t- ABC movie of. So, we've done a live action movie yeah, of it. We've so, done 50 billion different cartoon versions yeah, of they're it. Going back and to now the we're going to do another one. And it's going to be a new take on this yep. Disney thing on yep. Cinderella. Well, is yep. Cinderella going to fly this time? Is she going to have a yeah. great... A uh, magic grandfather? It's going like no. l- to be like a Latin fla- flavor. Yeah, so stuff. it's going to be the exact same thing with Latin people? So it's exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah, I guess, but it's not going to have that Disney. It's, I, I, I think it's going to be probably a little... More of an, uh, not necessarily adult, but not, not, necessarily, not necessarily for kids. Dude, okay. if yeah. the chick cleans the house, she's got three evil sis- stepsisters or two evil stepsisters, <laughs> an evil mom, she lives in a castle, she wears a glass slipper that she loses at a ball, that is going to be Cinderella. Right. It's always going to be the same damn story. <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah. And I'm so tired of us remaking right. the same freaking thing. Yep. I yeah. want some new stories. We'll get back to entertainment. Let's go bring on our special guest. Cool. Hey, how you going? Emily, how are What's you up? doing? Guys, let's What's go ahead and introduce from cool. The Chilling yeah. Adventures of Sabrina Season 2. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, Emily Hain on the line here on Below the Belt Show. What's up, Emily? Hi, Hello. guys. Thanks for having me. What's good? Wow. Thanks for up? being here. See, our studio actually <laughs> got uh, Sabrina in studio. Uh, yeah, our, my host is named Sabrina. <laughs> so she, oh, wow, there we go. So my you co-host, us. of yeah. course, binged oh, the yeah. entire second season of Chilling Adventures, right? Yes, I it's did. like how long? Well, of course I was going to Of course I was gonna binge it because first and foremost, like... <laughs> She's a resident binger. I've been introducing myself as Sabrina like the witch for the last, I don't know, 20 years. <laughs> Your so, entire life. You know, there's Sweet. a new Sabrina show out. And of course, yeah. like, you know, that just revived everybody. They're like, oh, Sabrina, <laughs> like the witch, teenage witch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not really <laughs> a teenager anymore, but yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> That's um, so right, witches. Oh, yeah, I've been totally first. owning my dark side, too. Isn't it fun? Yeah, yeah. it is. So yeah. as an actor in, in the series, do you get a sneak peek in advance of all the episodes, or are you watching with everybody else? Oh, man. Well, I get the episodes that I'm in, if okay, I'm cool. in them, <laughs> which is super cool. Yes. But apart from that, like, I didn't know what to expect at all for the first half of the season that I wasn't in. So I was, like, right there with you, binging, watching, I think, like, the Friday it came out, like, midnight. I know yeah. some people were done it by, like, 8 in the morning the next day. Wow. And they, yeah. like, did the whole, like, Four overnight. <laughs> Some of us did watch it until the wee hours of the morning. (laughs) Yeah, I did that the next night, which was sweet. Yeah, and now I'm kind of like in a daze of it. I'm like, I got to do it again (laughs) because there's so much going on. Four episodes of season two? Yep, four. Wow. Or probably so, four. So yeah. I, I fast forwarded ahead. To, I wanted to see your scene. I guess we're going a little spoiler territory, <laughs> but uh, pretty crazy scene. I mean, you get your throat slit. 
Uh, <laughs> and then Sabrina, and in which godlike goddess-like fashion, comes in, uh-huh. uh, uh, and and I guess um, um, she reincarnates you or, 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 or re- resurrects. Resurrects. From thank the you. Dead. Resurrects you Melvin. from the dead. What? I know. I know. She's got some crazy powers this season, which is pretty fun. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How did you like yeah. shooting that particular scene? Oh, man, that was, well, um, just doing that one scene alone, and if you've seen the episode, you know, it's like a few minutes into, or it's kind of towards the end, it's this, like, big climactic scene with the missionaries, and there's hellfire, and in the church, and uh, there's levitation, there's all this stuff going on, it took, like, a full day, it took, I think, for their, like, 18 to 20 hours shooting that wow. like little bit. I know, and it's like in the total episode time, I think it's like maybe a five-minute scene or something. So the yeah. amount of production that goes into this show is like outstanding. Everyone's working so hard. They're hustling their booties to make this like <laughs> just the best content for everyone. And oh, gosh, it was it was yeah. a dream. Yeah. yeah. What was it like working with Kiernan and the Weird Sisters? Oh, man, they're so nice. Like as soon as I kind of went on set everyone is just so open to being your buddy and like giving you tips if you want them or ask for them or I mean I think the first day or so I was there Karen invited me to her birthday party me and Melvin and we're like okay (laughs) what do we wear but yes we will be there (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah yeah it's just like like, they have a real family atmosphere um, pardon, sorry. Second. I said they look like they have a really family atmosphere. Like all the photo shoots that yeah. you guys do to promote the shows, um, they look like they just have. They look like super cool people, and that they're just yeah. having fun behind the scenes. Who's the yeah, best I think on everyone's set? genuinely buddies on the show. Aww. You know, and really has each other's back, and especially for them, like they shot. You know, for like nine months straight last year, living here in Vancouver, living in like, the same floor of the same apartment building for the most part. So, like, you become family so quick. And and they made sure that everyone working there was just, like, really above board. Like, all the crew and everyone involved is just, like, they're just genuinely nice people stoked to be a part of such an amazing show. And it's just a thrill to go in there every time. Can't wait to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I heard that's already greenlit for season four. Yeah, it's three and four. Wow. So they're going to, I think, shooting starts up again soon in like a month or something for season three. That is crazy. So what's the future (laughs) of Elspeth, uh, your character? Oh, my goodness. Well, I I have no idea, but um, uh, the rumors are that I should be coming back for the third season. So we'll see. I'm waiting like you guys are like. See, that's a thing. Thank with, you. When, when you die and you get resurrected, I mean, they're, you know, you, you could they're come back. They're bringing you back for you a could reason. Bring, well, that too, but <laughs> you could die on the show and you could come back the following season. It doesn't matter, you know? Things, yeah. Crazy things happen you, on these type of shows. Yeah, anything can happen, that's for sure. Yeah. You nice. never know what, like, breakneck turn they're going to take next. So were you already a fan of uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina when you were a cast? Like, did you watch season one already, or did you have to go back and... and uh, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I knew all about the show. And also, like, being a local in Vancouver, having it shoot here is such a big thing for the city. 
You know, like yes. everyone is so excited about it and everyone talks about it and it's such a big deal that like going into it, you know, I'd already seen the first season like maybe twice and I was just like, tried to get my smoky eyeshadow right and I wore a black <laughs> turtleneck and I was like, I'm in it, I'm in it, I feel it. <laughs> I mean, you're perfect for the show. I mean, yeah, you are. <laughs> Did you audition for season one at all? I didn't. That was my very first time, I think, going in the room for it was for Elspeth and um, oh, okay. It was really fun. We got to, I think I auditioned, uh, sorry, this is a bit of a spoiler, but you know, this, the scene with the roses in the, um, where Sabrina makes the roses fall from the sky and they're in the like cafeteria at the academy. I auditioned without the roses, that part, um, as part of the sides or whatever. And I just, tried to imagine what Kiernan would be like and um, they're like yeah play it like you know she's your new best pal and so it was just yeah um, <laughs> it was, I don't know if I'm going off track with the story but yeah, it, was, yeah, it yeah. was really fun <laughs> I just something I have to look forward to seeing I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. who's the biggest yeah, they... jokester on set like who who was the one oh. that's always pulling pranks and... um, oh my gosh well everyone's so different it's a riot um prankster maybe well um abby who plays dorcas is like always doing characters or like voices or like doing goofy stuff (laughs) she's like such a riot she's such a like character um and then like gosh um i don't know you never know like what gavin or (laughs) might get up to well he's kind of how just everyone's always got the potential to kind of like come out of left field and oh man who else god it's a good question everyone's always got something brewing you know it's such a dark show that i feel that humor is kind of like a thing that would yeah on set that would like help you know yeah definitely yeah like um we also have guitars that we kind of bring out sometimes like ross um the first i was there had his guitar and was just playing in between takes and They'll be like, uh, often they'll be like cast sing-alongs just um, on set behind the scenes, just oh, random, cool. whatever anyone's playing. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I saw something on Instagram about how Gavin's also a musician on the side. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. if you He's didn't so know, good. Uh, Emily's also a musician too, right? Oh, stop. Go on, stop. You, uh, you play <laughs> bass guitar, really, which is so rad. I play bass. Yeah. That's super rock and roll. rad. Girl bass players are like, That's... that is so rare. It's so <laughs> rad when girls play bass. Wow. Yeah, it's, talk, to, talk to, to be like a male-dominated. Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. Yeah, what is your experience with the, with the bass? And you you play uh, in punk bands? Yeah, that's where I started. That's um awesome. I that is so rad. Got, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was playing in this local punk band called The Dirt, and uh, Dirt. I basically, I yeah, it. which is a good name for a punk that's band, a great right? Name for a yeah. punk band. Great name. Yeah, <laughs> although there's a Motley Crue uh, not called The Dirt. Film, yeah. called the Dirt. But is anyway, there? Maybe I, that's where it's from. <laughs> I, I too played bass in a punk band as a right. kid. How cool we were that? we were called the jerks of society. Nice. Oh so man. Do you still continue to play bass while uh acting? Yeah, I do actually. I just um came from band practice right now. Oh sweet. Um yeah, I'm playing with my friend um and like acting of course takes like, you know, priority over Absolutely. everything, but um it's like you can see, like you know, Ross himself. He tours all throughout, like from doing the whole first season and everything. Like it's amazing, you know, how much time you can 
fine to do the things that you love if you really put your mind to it. But yeah, I'm, right now I'm playing with my friend in a band called Whatever Forever. Whatever Forever. Is it still yeah. punk or are you, uh, or have we, are we emerged going, from different genres? <laughs> um, no, it's kind of, it's not so much punk. There is kind of a... Punk pop? Um, there's a PJ Harvey kind of oh, like 90s okay. kind of right. rocky vibe to it, but it's also pretty, pretty pop, like folk. Her first album, uh, cool. my friend Ellen Kibble, which you can find her on Bandcamp if you want. Ellen Kibble, E-L-L-E-N-K-I-B-B-L-E dot Bandcamp.com. Sweet, her yeah. first album's up there and um, it's folky, so it's taken a big turn, but I love music. I could go on forever. Well, <laughs> I love it all. Where can find your music? Uh, oh, um, oh man, that's one of my bucket list things for sure is to oh, okay. write my own album, but um, that's going to be a bit of a wait, I think. Okay. Cool. <laughs> not okay. just yet. Cool, cool, cool. We'll be here waiting. But the, your, exist, oh. your existing band has nothing um, on iTunes or Spotify or anything at the moment? Um, I think Ellen is going to put the band up on um, on probably Apple Music okay, when cool. we release the next EP. Okay. Um, it's called Silent Spring. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sabrina, you have a lot, you have a lot in common with Emily. I'm reading here yeah. that she is a cat whisperer. <laughs> I am oh, an animal whisperer. It's real weird. Yep. And you uh, volunteer yeah? for a nonprofit yeah. organization, Vorka, which is the Vancouver <laughs> Orphan Kid and Rescue Association. Aw. Yeah. Oh, no. Are you going to have two Sabrinas in your life? Shit's going to get real confusing. but you mentioned bucket list so saturday night live i mean obviously um is that something you want to do as a host or just maybe in the skit or be like a cast regular oh my gosh um oh gosh you guys are asking such fun questions um well i i mean i would take whatever they would give me do you know what i mean like (laughs) lauren michaels calls me up and he's like do be a tree in the back of this one skit. I would be like, yes, I will okay. leave and drop That's everything. You should to be say there. that a friend of ours played a tree <laughs> in a production That's that amazing. we went to. So you do pretty much anything on SNL. I would be, yeah, I would be just, I would get them coffee. I would do, you but anything. Coffee? Yeah, I would. You to, <laughs> wait, you want to find out who shot Mr. Burns? Okay. We were just talking about, we the, were talking Simpsons about the Simpsons yeah. earlier, how they predict the future and how <laughs> accurate do. the Simpsons is predicted. Yeah, Donald Trump will be president, the Super Bowl winners, they, Disney buying Fox, and, the whole and, bit. And just recently, yeah. if you're familiar with Canada's own, Brett the Hitman Hart was attacked by a guy in a Rastafarian hat at the Hall of Fame. And, and the Simpsons, Simpsons had that had like that 10 years ago. Too. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? Dude, it's nuts. Like, I grew up on The Simpsons and, oh, like, yeah. I, yeah. And I think that a lot of my, like, internal, like, base knowledge just stems from that. I'm not really sure what of it is true, but mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me. God, the writing those times was so good like was that when conan was writing for them all these predictions like i think uh for some of them definitely could, like some of the predictions yeah. from like season two season three whoa yeah it goes back but there, that there's, goes there's way like back 30 something predictions that they that they've gotten right yeah whoa wow and it's still running it's still going. It? it's on like episode yeah. like season 27 or 28 now 
I think they're going to uh, 30, aren't they? They're about to hit 30, yeah. Okay, they're going about to hit 30, so yeah. Mm. That's, Hallelujah, hey. Talk about a legacy. Good things do happen. Yeah, yeah. go on. They might even have, <laughs> they might even have uh, 30 seasons of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina at the rate they're going. Oh, good. let's all oh, hope good. so. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> hope so. Well, as long as they not. keep resurrecting people, I don't see why not. Yeah, right? There you go. Can't take any of us down. Exactly. <laughs> so what about crossing over into Riverdale? Is that something uh, you'd want to do? Oh, man. Well, there has been, um, as far as I know, there has been one crossover so far. And um, Roberto mentioned it uh, in one of the table reads, I think, to me, or maybe it was just round set. But it's the delivery boy, the pizza delivery boy. Ah, yes, yes. (laughs) They had him, like, he was in Riverdale, I guess, for a bit. And then they had him, I don't know in what episode, but they had him come into Greendale, into into the Sabrina show, and like deliver pizza to someone, and I was like, okay, if you're gonna start anywhere, that's kind of a that's cute a little start. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I if it. If, uh, if if your character Elspeth uh, was on Elspeth, Elspeth, yeah, uh, so. like Elizabeth, but with a little bit of a lisp. Right? <laughs> Elspeth. If, if yeah. Elspeth was on Riverdale, where could you see her? <laughs> well, someone um, online um, said that they compared Elspeth to uh, a bit of like. Um, Oh my gosh, what's her name? She like was this huge phenomenon on Stranger Things, Barb. Yes, and Barb. Was, it, was it Barb? Barb. We love yes, Barb. Yes, Barb. Yep. Yeah. So they she's on Riverdale now, right? And she's got a different char- I don't know what her character name is on Riverdale, but she's on there and they were like, "Oh, Elspeth right. and and her for blanking on the name, but um, they we'll like they could be friends. We, know who we're talking we could about. call her Barb also. Yeah, right? Barb, <laughs> yeah. Right. She's on so, well. I want to be with Barb, be friends, have a sleepover or something. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Wow. So, uh, Emily, you also have another cool project I'm I'm seeing here. Uh, oh unspeakable? yeah, unspeakable. Yes. Yeah. It's about the tainted That's... blood tragedy in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um a big um privilege to be part of this project because it's true it's based on a true story which doesn't always you know get to happen mm-hmm. in my world to um reenact something that's kind of important in the part of history and um yeah. i guess back in the 80s here and i think it happened a lot internationally as well because it was at a time when you couldn't test blood for hiv or hepatitis or there was they didn't have the technology to do it yet so a bunch of people started getting sick, and no one could really predict why um, at that time. And slowly, as you know, science evolved, uh, they discovered the ability to test for these types of diseases within the blood that they were giving out in hospitals right. and to sick people and to children. Um, and then there was this government cover-up at that same moment in time when they realized that all of this blood was infected and they weren't withdrawing it from the Red Cross and from the blood bank. So thousands and thousands of people across the country were infected with HIV and with hepatitis C and their families were infected and their children. And like, it was just utter. Now, was was your character on the show a real person? Well, my character was not, okay. but I did work with the, the my, I'm a scientist on the show, so it's kind of like loosely based. There was, um, but the person that I'm working with directly, um, 
Sukis, Dr. Sukis, he mm-hmm. was a real, is a real person. And I know that my colleague got to talk to him on the phone and asked him about what it was like um, in that time and how crazy it must have been. So I know that a lot of the characters are pulled from, you know, real life people that our cast has talked to and actually our show creator, um, Robert Cooper, he was, he's um, been open and public about um, his experience because as a child he was infected with hepatitis C through this like national tragedy. So this is kind of his telling of his own personal story, which is what makes it, um, I think, so powerful when you Mm -hmm. can speak personally about that and then communicate that to like a new generation of people. It's pretty, pretty cool. (laughs) And your character is Andrea? Andrea Lambert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like the comedic relief. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's such a, a heavy it's a joke. subject, so you, you need do need that. a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys, like, <laughs> remember the 80s music? That's kind of fun. And then, oh, right, and then back to the, you know, oh, the real yeah. tragedy part. Oh, my yeah. gosh, wow. So your episode just recently aired, I'm reading here. Was that a couple months ago? Um, well, in Canada, it's aired, um, it's, it's airing on the CBC Gem, which is our streaming site, oh, it, and the debuted in January, but it's airing down the States on Sundance TV, and I think there are, like, um, two episodes in or so, so I think I've been, I think I've aired, I've got a few episodes in that show, like, three or four oh, as well. <laughs> it's been so- a good year. We have a, a big fandom for anything superhero-related. Oh, yes. And yeah, you were a part of my one of my favorite CW shows and one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Universe, and that's Deadpool and Supergirl on the CW Network. What, <laughs> let's start with Deadpool first. How did, you like, how did I, you like your experience working on that film? I need to know oh. what scene you were in, because i got to go back and find yeah. you. Yeah, me too. Okay. We're going to stalk you now. Well, so. A little bit of stalk. You remember? Stalk you. <laughs> Sorry, say again? I said, we're going to stalk you now, so tell us where we can stalk you. <laughs> oh, excellent. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I uh, do you guys remember, I've seen Deadpool like a thousand times, and I just love it, but have you, do you mm-hmm. remember the part where he's, his face, he just got out of that horrific, mm-hmm. you know, accident thing, and he's yeah. like, his face is all messed up, and he's stalking his ex. And they're going down the street in Chinatown, and he's got his like hood up, and he's kind of following her, and she doesn't realize that he's not dead yet. Yeah. And so it's like for a split second, there's like me and my boyfriend, and we're like walking down the street, and he like walks past us, and I make this like really crappy comment. I'm like, oh, like look at that guy's like face, ill or that's something like awesome. that. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you had a, so you got to have a scene with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I met him. He's so nice. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, jelly. we're a little Can't jelly. believe. I am, but yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm living vicariously through you. How about <laughs> Supergirl? Uh, um, you're in season three, uh, one of the episodes uh, of that awesome yeah. show. Um, remind us of your character. Your character is described as woman, so I wasn't sure. Exactly. Right. I know. It, well, it was this part that was kind of originally going to open up into something a little bit bigger, but I think that they went another way with the storyline. But there was, like, this cult. It was, like, a, it was a Supergirl cult oh, okay. that oh, happened, wow. and they were, like, cr- they were worshipping her, and it was meant to be, like, really kind of creepy, and there was, like, this book of 
you know, kind of like a anti, I don't want to compare it to any other type of religion type thing, but it was a cult. It was like a creepy cult. And, um, yeah, I was kind of like, I was going to be one of the cult members. And uh, so it's like, I snuck in at the last episode, well, like at the end of one episode, and then they were going to maybe go into it for the next episode, but then it ended up getting dropped, as things do in this industry. Yeah, I hate so, when that happens. It's happened to me, too. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's it's all good. Like, yeah. you get to be part of it, and um, you get to be it's on set, and it, you yeah. get a paycheck, so it's not yeah, bad exactly. at all. <laughs> what about Van Helsing? Yeah. You had a couple episodes yeah. as Kara. How did you enjoy your experience yeah. on that show? Oh, that was really fun. Um, uh, uh, Christopher, who, um, he plays, um, oh, gosh. What's his name on this? Sh- I'm forgetting his character name now, but, but um, Christopher Hendel, okay. who um, he played the um, vampire who had this relationship with Trezzo in a show. Like Trezzo, they were yes. kind of like Trezzo Maharo, you know, on the show. Yeah, yeah, they have this like deep kind of brethren pact, and um, it was Sam. That's the character's name. Sam had this like amazing trajectory of like starting off death and then coming out of that as he got transformed into a vampire and so like I kind of joined in this storyline where it was like going through Muhammad and Sam's relationship and past and uncovering all the deep secrets of Sam and that you know the, this whole time he's been manipulating for his own gain and just like the sick twisted plot of this evil vampire I kind of come in as this like bit of a like damsel in distress type almost but then like it's discovered that I've been like thriving and I'm actually more capable than meets the eye and um I help Mohammed through um uh, and this horrific accident that he has and it's a very kind of like Romeo and Juliet type storyline cool. for like a two episode arc it was really beautiful that is beautiful. But, Speaking of beautiful, working with Charlize <laughs> Theron and uh, Tully, <laughs> Tully was a phenomenal film. Uh, if you could uh, remind us of your barista role, because um, I, I thought that was such a cool, unique, especially the twist in Tully, uh, that really yeah. blew me away. Um, didn't see that coming, did you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. That was like, whoa, what the hell? So, um, first of yeah. all, your experience on set, and of course, if you could remind us of your barista role. Yeah, um, well, I got a, I got to have a day part on the Jason Reitman movie, Tully, uh, which filmed here locally in Vancouver, nice. which is like, you know, he's he's been a hero of mine ever since Juno, you know? Yes. Like, whoa, I get to work with that guy? I That's know, sweet. Right? You know? Yeah. And also, it's the same writer as Juno, um, and she's, like, just this incredible force of a woman too she wasn't on set but i mean her own personal story is so incredible if you ever look deeper into that i know that um she's just got this total like underdog story of like how she became a writer and like her own personal triumph over life is just astonishing but um anyway i just was a fangirl i went in there and i was so excited to meet everyone and then (laughs) Charlize was there, and she was just like, uh, she was a powerhouse, man, like, totally. mouth like a sailor, okay, I will say. I love it. Oh, I love it. so much. Charlie, yeah. yeah. She's like an and angel. Just, 
Yeah, and runs the ship, you know? Like, she's, like, the boss lady, and it's just, like, so awesome to see that. That's why men are intimidated. (laughs) Good, I know. She's like, it's like, how do you date God? (laughs) (laughs) For real, yeah. Like, that's the feeling I think I got anyway. Right on. That is cool. And then, I don't know if... I don't know if you guys, do you guys watch um, any 30 Rock at all? Yeah. I have seen some episodes. Yeah, there's, um, there was one um, lady who plays um, uh, Geis's daughter. She's like, she's a woman, she's not like, you know, um, I'm trying to forget her, but she was also in the movie. She had like a part at the beginning and I was like, oh my God, so... Just double fan geeking out over that. Totally, <laughs> and that's the thing as actors, uh, as we all are here in the studio, we we always have those uh, fan moments. It's good to hear that you know people at your level also still have your, your fan moments, which I think is oh for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't Emily, think that ever goes away. You are you're certainly a star on the rise. We are so happy uh-huh. that you talk to us. You're multi talented. You're you're <laughs> gorgeous, and you're uh, oh, geez. yeah, and just a great actress. So. Uh, Holy yeah, guys, thank you so much thank you for, for having for being on our show. And if you could, before we let you go, let us know who you are. Uh, you can throw out uh, Tully or Sabrina or whatever and let us know you're on Below the Belt. And then throw out a catchphrase or whatever you want at the end. <laughs> catchphrase? Wish I had one off the top of my head. Okay. okay. Great. Um, hi, I'm Emily Hain. I play Elspeth in the second part of Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And I, uh, I am here on Below the Belt. Nice. <laughs> that dead? Do you want me to do it again? Yes, Is that okay? One more because Sabrina was fangirling. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay. Hi, I'm Emily Hain, and I play Elspeth on part two of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, now streaming on Netflix. And I am here on Below the Belt. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank, Thank you, guys. So what, such a pleasure. What, are, what are your social medias for the fans? And, of course, I'm sure Sabrina will be uh, stalking. I'm following. Sorry, following. Stalking. <laughs> what is your accurate. social media for your fans? Um, cool. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Um, and my handle is at mhane, which is E-M-H-A-I-N-E. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Emily Hain, Thank you, thanks. guys. Thanks so much for Thank calling you. in. Have a, Thank you so much. Have a great I had night. such a great time. Have yeah. a great night, guys. Bye bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Emily Hain, guys. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Deadpool, Deadpool. Tully. Yeah, this dude. girl's got some great credits. She does. And uh, it's great to have her on Below the Belt Show. All right. Let's drop a few more entertainment headlines. Wow. Right Lots back into of stuff it. to still talk about. There yeah. is. Um, so, uh, this is an interesting prequel. Uh, prequel for Greece is in uh, works of Paramount called Summer Loving. Mm, okay. Um, so uh, yeah. Hard, so John August. Me, me too. Will mm-hmm. be directing right, the story. Right there with you. Which will show how Danny and Sandy first got together before the original film. Obviously, new actors. You cannot put Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta yeah. in this again. Oh, can Poor I say? Poor John Travolta, man. He's got. Speaking gotta, of Greece. Grease yeah. 2, more accurately. Okay. Um, I saw this footage of Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, she just found her whip from Catwoman. Oh, yeah? And she's 
still has her Catwoman skills. She was whipping oh, that thing. Oh, I'm sure thing. she does. She, like, on Instagram. Have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? Because yes. Because they yeah. aged Michelle Pfeiffer that looks just like She looks like a spitting image. Dude, Michelle Pfeiffer needs to tell us where that fountain of youth is because well, she's Marvel. clearly <laughs> Marvel's, Marvel's magical no, computers. But, no, but, but no, no, I mean, no, she's no. still drop-dead gorgeous she's now. Still no, no, no. I'm going to say, go look at her Instagram. Go look Go look her up online. She's still I think they also aged her a little bit for Ant-Man the Yeah, they aged her. They made her look a little older. They made her look older because she still looked young as shit. Closer to Michael Douglas' age is what they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They made Um, her look older because she still looks young as shit. (laughs) Like, Michelle, let us know where that fountain is. Call us. Call (laughs) us and let us. We won't tell anyone. All right. The top of the box office with the Shazam. No surprise there. No surprise there. Generating an estimated $102 from 79 international markets. Not bad. Pet Cemetery, the number two movie, uh, with twenty-five million. Dumbo, uh, down to eighteen point two million, a third place. Uh, I no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, Disney, I'm did, over did, it. Did you see the original Dumbo? It was made in nineteen forty-one, and yeah. it was less than an hour long. I didn't realize it was that short. It was that short, yeah. And uh, Dumbo doesn't fly until the last five minutes of the movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, well, I'm talking, I, I'm talking about the original, not the new one. But oh, the, the, new the original. One. I haven't seen the new one. I'm okay. not seeing the new one. I do, I do want to see the new one because we had Joseph Gatt on well, Below the Belt show. I wonder if there's the going to be a Pink on Elephants on Parade bit is going to be in the new one. <laughs> I, maybe we should go on another movie date. Then. You know, <laughs> maybe we should. That, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Um, of course, uh, Captain Marvel uh, rounding out the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, did I skip a movie? I think I did. You did. You did uh, Shazam. Then it was Pet Cemetery, yep. and then um, Dumbo, and then you skipped number four. I skipped number four. Um, I did skip number four. You did. Uh, and I don't know if I... I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, Us. 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 <laughs> Jordan Peele's... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I still need to see that. Yeah. Um, so Game of Thrones, um, yeah, so... I'm glad there's there haven't been any spoilers or news or set leaks they've or been anything. Pre- they've been pretty good they've about been it this season. Pretty good, but let's just talk about what we do know before the upcoming mm-hmm. season eight premiere. Which I know, we are aren't so, you? I'm so you're yeah. pointing so at me because now I can now be part you of can these now conversations. Talk about yep. it, which is great. I am now a super fan. Those of you who have been mm. following this show who know that I was very against yes. Game of Thrones in the very beginning. All right, so this really? is what we do now. Know about. I am super about okay. it. I cannot wait till the next <laughs> season. All right. I'm like, I, we're all shitting our pants right now, waiting for this next season. <laughs> so Arya's uh, going to have her first battle in this season, from what we're being told. Is it going to be a battle, it's or gonna is she just going to destroy her, Mofa? <laughs> her first big battle for Arya Stark, um, and she said it was physically draining, or what you're going to see uh, in her upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, look forward that. That the that will be satisfied. The fans will not be let down. You know, there's a um, they broke a Guinness Book of World Record on this season. Oh yeah, for biggest stunt coordinated scene. Really? Oh shit! Yes. yes. Wow. Woo! We're excited. Yeah. yeah. So one thing that they did bring up is that uh, one of the directors, David Nutter, had said there's a lot of firsts in these episodes. There's a actually a funny sequence. Ooh. Okay. A funny sequence to happen this season. 
Um, and he said the funniest sequence that I've ever shot for the show. I hope it's with the hound. He's, um, my, he's my also main. Also, one of the most emotional and compelling scenes I've ever shot. Mm. So look for both sides of the coin. Somebody's going to die. But um, yeah, sometimes it's good to see a little bit of comedy in Game yeah. of Thrones. It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. But the, the my, times they've attempted My favorite funny good. bits are with the hound, though. Yes. Yeah, he's my yeah, man. It's good to have those comedic. Um, mm-hmm. And we all about to know. We we all we know all about the episode lengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two episodes will be roughly an hour long. Yep. And the f- no one's complaining. And the last four episodes will be over eighty minutes. Each. No one is complaining about that Not either. Not at all. Yep. Um, we are willing to sit there. So. Um, and ready. David Nutter was asked, "Is there anything uh, c- comparable to the infamous Red Wedding?" He says, I have to tell you, hang on to your seat because it's going to be special. That's all he said. Ooh, <laughs> Y'all yeah. ain't ready for this. We're hanging on to our seat. Mm-hmm. Kid Harrington actually qu- uh, cried twice during the final table read. Oh, Next time yeah. you need to cry, you can cry on my shoulder, uh, Kit. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> after the alligator girl goes away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah after I'm no longer alligator <laughs> girl. <laughs> um, look for the biggest bat- battle ever. When that's the, that's when, the scene. When the characters finally meet the army of the dead. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, I, I, I'm guessing that's the scene. Yep. That Michael, broke the record. Uh, Sapochnik yeah. held the intense uh, sequence mm-hmm. that took more than 55 nights of outdoor shoots. That is ridiculous. Because. Because didn't they film that in Iceland, I think? Yes. Cause, uh, cause, uh, Soundstage in Iceland. They did a combination. Man, like, Oof. nights in Iceland just got to be rough, man. And, and, then, and then night shoots. Like, we've all done night shoots, right? Yeah. yeah. Night shoots fucking suck. Night they shoots. Suck. I'm actually, I prefer night shoots, but yeah. I'm a night you owl. You are a night owl. You're a night owl. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I like night shoots. I'm a, a bit lot. of a I'm night owl. owl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a night owl. Yeah. So. But night shoots like are rough. Shoot. Now imagine filming the biggest fight scene in history mm-hmm. at night for yeah. 55 days straight. Yep. That's yeah. got to be rough. There you go. Hats off to them. We're also going to see the return of Ghost. Uh, that's Jon Snow's white direwolf. Oh, good. Puppy dog. So he'll be expected to return. About damn also, time. Also, um, um, if you haven't uh, seen Saturday Night Live uh, this past Saturday, I Kim did. I, I didn't catch it. Yeah, I watched the, the clips that he was in on YouTube. He did a great job as a host. And That's good. This is his first know, time. He had some great comedic chops you wouldn't expect. I would He looks like he's got some funny bits to him. But he did a great job with these skits, man. Yeah. You know, I got to give it to him. They had a really nice... Uh, uh, montage like a collection of Game of Thrones spinoffs, like, oh, cool. a, like an SVU Game of Thrones, and then um, a Daria Arya spinoff, oh, that's, which that's is cool. funny. And then they also had um, Jon Snow um, Castle Black um, spinoff, okay, which is pretty funny. So that's all ki- kinds of like just goofy it's worth, stuff. It's definitely worth a look if you check it out. It's a, it'll Saturday be on, it'll be on YouTube. He had a great. Um, Great uh, hosting job. He was joined by Amelia Clark and Rose Leslie, his his wife, who mm-hmm. played Grit, and John Bradley. They made appearances uh, in the audience Q and A. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah so definitely, oh, definitely okay. check it out whenever you get a chance. That's dope. All right, so this is great not only for Walking Dead fans but for the DMV actors mm. in our community. There will be a third Walking Dead series shot in Central Virginia, guys. No shit. This is great for actors in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia market. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, I, this is the thing. I think two uh, different Walking Dead shows is more than enough. But if you're going to bring a third show, you're going to shoot it here in, in, in Virginia. In I'd the be DMV okay with area. that. I am okay with it, but yeah. this is going to be great. Um, Scott Gimple just announced um, this uh, his project with Matt Negrette, who is uh, one of the writers and producers of the main series. He'll be the showrunner, um, Matt Regret of the 10-episode Walking Dead spinoff. Sweet. Shot in Virginia. 
So this third series, which has no title yet, mm-hmm. will follow two young female protagonists. The series will focus on the first generation of come of age in the apocalypse as we know it. Oh, okay. Some will be heroes, some will be villains, and the Ed, all, all of them will be changed forever. So the kids that were born into the apocalypse who yeah. didn't know pre-apocalypse. That's cool. Yeah. That's well, dope. Yeah, so they don't... They, yeah. I'm saying dope a lot for so, some so, reason. So why. they grew up, so we're talking about Judith, <laughs> yeah. um, RJ, which is on the main show, and of course, um, and then of course, like the new characters that we're going to meet. So I, I think we're talking another time jump. Yeah, um, it has to be another time jump. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhat. If if you want if you want them to be like young adults, yes. Yeah, yeah. But if you want them to be like, you know, RJ and uh, mm-hmm. Judas Age, then well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna see that. So that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. That'd um, be so cool. yeah, these are people that first generation to knew the know the apocalypse growing up. Yeah. So they don't know life before the apocalypse. Um, but you know, um. I hope it does well. Obviously, it's great for uh, for good opportunity for DMV actors. for actors in the DMV to hopefully get a role, a principal oh, yeah. role, even as a role of a walker. Yeah, which is great. Um, because The Walking Dead, surprisingly, so uh, with the ratings of the main show kind of decreasing. Yeah, you also know. losing Andrew Lincoln, Lauren Cohen this year, and then mm-hmm. next year we're losing uh, Denai Guerrero, who's yep. leaving the show. Yeah, surprised they're going to take another gamble at a new series, but. We'll just have to wait and see. Get some fresh blood in there. Get some fresh writers in there. Yeah. And get some, make, some good. Good, make some good fucking stories. Yes. And people will flock to it. And people will. And you, know? you might be a fan again. I'm, you know, I'm willing to give this new one a shot. I've kind of lost. check out the new one. I've too. lost some of my love for Walking oh, Dead. Oh, I fell Nick. off around third season. No, for me, it was the season after Negan's appearance. So okay. I watched that, that first season with Negan and then I fell off the oh, boat. Oh, man. I think that's a season now, I from fell what, off From too. what you've told me, this, this most this recent not, season this has ninth, been excellent. This season nine has been amazing, guys. Yeah. I implore both of you it's, to get back into it because it's so good. And my, it's so good. And Mrs. Captain watches Fear of the Walking Dead and she loves Fear of the Walking Dead. Wait a minute, how has she not locked the main show? Uh, for similar, I feel like she, she, for her, she said that they jumped the shark a little bit. Oh my God. That was, that's, that's Mrs. Captain. Me, I just kind of got bored. Okay. But, uh, yeah. I'm willing, you know, like I, I've said it before, I'm willing to jump back into it. And, you okay. know, seeing how things go with this, I mean, if the, if the people in this room manage to get gigs on this new season, that'd be cool. Dude. That'd be dope. Dude. Wishful thinking. Right. Um, th- then I'd, Feel obligated to go back and watch right. it. Right, that's that's almost like like um, Emily Haynes said she exactly watched it because the, it was a big deal in Vancouver. Yeah, um, for oh, yeah to watch uh, Chilling Adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If something comes um, to the DMV like that, you gotta show them some support. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. AMC's on fire. Um, now AMC has a relationship with BBC, so they're good. Oh, that's cool. They're showing Killing Eve, which is reacclaimed for um, uh, Sandra O's acting. Yeah, she won both an Emmy and a Golden Globe. Um, and uh, one day after the second season premiered, uh, they actually announced that they already greenlit a third season. Oh, that's good. I love it when stuff so like that well. happens. Yeah. You I know, haven't yet to watch a show. Uh, it looks I haven't really seen cool. it either, but... Um, but I will be tuning in. When there's that kind of reaction to it, then you know it's got to be good. Then you know decent. it's got to be good, right? Same yeah. with Handmaid's Tale. They had all this yeah. early buzz. I never even heard of it. Yeah. And, and then, then I watched like, like the first season. After like, wow, the, after one episode, they're greenlit for three seasons. Great, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Also on AMC, um, well, a show that's ending is uh, Preacher. Uh, the Preacher will oh, be its yeah. last season for the upcoming fourth season. Okay. I did not know, but Seth Rogen developed and executive produced the series. He made no the shit. announcement 
uh, on Instagram that the fourth and final season of Preacher. Seth is Rogen coming. produced it. He produced the Preacher. Did you know? Yeah, yeah, crazy, I mean, what does huh? he have time to do that from all the weed he smokes? Yeah, right, and and all the movies that he's in as well. Yeah, no kidding. Um, oh, another um. AMC show uh, will be Jason Siegel's um, show. I think he's uh, going to be the producer of this show, as you know him from uh, How Much Your Mother. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, uh, it's an anth- anthology series called Dispatches from Elseworlds. Um, so it's created by Jason Siegel. Okay, and I guess he'll be like the main producer. It's a ten-episode series, um, and it's about a group of ordinary people who stumble onto a puzzle hiding just behind the the veil of everyday life to come and find that the mystery winds far deeper than they've ever imagined. So it's a yeah. movie about sacred geometry? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe. Right. Puzzle solving, yeah. It's about the Fibonacci yeah. sequence. Yeah. 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 And this right. is uh, news. I'm not impressed that you know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Thank you I'm very much. I'm going to give you a high five High five. I accept high fives. that's like a legit reference. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm smart. Legit. Don't the let Fibonacci the don't let the look fool you. I might look like a dumbass. The reason why we have the DNA helix. You boys smart. I have uh, two degrees and one, uh, and I don't even know what the fuck that was. It's essentially <laughs> the reason why I'm we have the DNA I'm a college dropout. What does that tell you? Uh, me too. There you go. Extra high, five. high five. Extra high five. Um, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye, the latest oh, member yes. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. uh, to have its own Disney Plus series. I'm okay with it. I think it's going to be uh, going to do great. Uh, obviously, they announced Scarlet Witch. They got they've announced yep. um, Loki. Loki, and they've announced I Vision. Th- think Vision. Oh, Vision mm-hmm. was going to be in the same as Scarlet Witch. I think yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. Series, and I think they announced Falcon too. Falcon okay. and okay. Winter Soldier, I think. Are... Okay, so they're all getting their own. Because I know that Disney Plus. I, I know that Sebastian Stan has a bigger contract mm-hmm. now. Okay, like they so got him for like nine more. I'm eight guessing more films they, or they didn't have enough. Well, they they needed t- television content for the service. Number yeah. one, but number two, they I guess they didn't think they could carry an entire movie. Is do you think that's why they went? To I don't know. I think those are kind route? of like the secondary heroes. Secondary characters, yeah. I yeah. think Loki's thing is just gonna shoot in the freaking. Yeah. Ice, but I mean, there's so many Loki fans well, out we'll there. We'll have to find out what happens to Loki. Um, yeah. I mean, I know at the, end of the month. I know at this point, I am gonna be getting Disney streaming service. Oh, we're all gonna get it. We, we, we have to. I mean, the the Mandalorian alone is is oh, what bought me. Is what bought dude. me. Dude. Um, <laughs> and of yeah. course, all the Marvel shows. All and the Marvel course. shows. That's yeah, what's going to be big. Yeah, yeah. Those bastards. Yeah. Another Sorry, one. Fine, we'll do it. Another one on Disney Plus will be Monsters, Inc. That will see John Goodman and Billy Crystal. Oh, that's good. Reprise the roles as Mike and Sully. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. How, that's my yeah, jam. What do you think of that? Um, Let's see them do a real life version of that one. Fucking Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one will stay animated. Uh, it did better. Yeah, it, uh, which it should. <laughs> yeah. Um, for you American Horror Story fans like myself, I don't know if you were no. somebody. Nope. But they just revealed that the new season is called American Horror Story 1984. Dude, that's a big year. Because Wonder Woman is also 1984. The year 1984. You want to know what year your boy was born? 1984. Fucking 1984. That's right. There that's it is. Up. There it is. So a good year. Teaser features a young woman in the 80s garb. Uh, running from a slasher in the woods, there's definitely some classic slasher movie vibes in the teaser. No premiere date has been set, but uh, the only cast members announced so far is Emma Roberts and Gus Kenworthy. Mm-hmm. Evan Peters will be sitting this season out. We, we talked about it on last week. Yeah. That it's filming some of those scenes are just too intense, and that is why Evan Peters had to be, uh, take a break. I mean, he's playing these evil, sinister roles for the most part. Yeah. Um, he has played the protagonist in a few seasons. 
but for the most part, he's the big villain. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So. I, I literally not watch a single episode of it. Really? Uh, the first yeah. season I thought was good. Second season I thought was good. Third season I thought was well, meh. That's Coven. Fourth season was I figured trash. you'd be all about Coven. Is it the worst? Uh, no, I don't understand why there were so many mini Stevie Nicks videos in that season. Uh, okay. Also, Aww. when your worst nightmare in your version of hell is your boyfriend who's a zombie who's breaking up with you over and over and over again, I'm like, really? <laughs> That's your version of hell? Like, what the hell? And now I don't have to watch here? season four. It was yeah. good. It was good. Guys. It was trash. Okay. No, I disagree. Okay. I think it was trash. Okay. I disagree. I I don't have a dog in this fight, so you guys go for it. <laughs> I think it was trash. Right. I don't get why Stop. there were so many music videos Stop, with Stevie Sabrina. Nicks. It was not good. that I'm not a Stevie Nicks fan. I just don't understand why we had to have so many mini mu- music uh, videos with okay. that in there. Boo. Um, Boo to you. The main character, that chick, annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> and um, yeah. I think the zombie boyfriend should have been with uh, the evil, what was that chick's name? Uh, Emma something. Emma Roberts. Yeah. I think the the zombie boy should have been with her. Because, I mean, he was half dead anyway. She was pretty evil. She is pretty evil. You know. She's quite the bitch, but she's pretty awesome at the same time. All right. um, On Hulu, there's a comedy series called Dollface with... Mm -hmm. One of my favorite uh, sitcoms was uh, Two Broke Girls, and they canceled that. Okay. But Kat Dennings is in this doll face. I love Kat Dennings. Yeah. You might like her from Thor, or was it from Two Broke Girls? Or you like Thor. Her? Thor, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and Brenda Song uh, will be joining this cast, and Shay Mitchell has joined the cast of Dollface as well. Cool. Um, Margot Robbie is an executive producer okay. along with Kat Dennings of the show. I, Your girl Margot. Yeah, I love some Margot Who Robbie. Who doesn't love some Margot mm, Robbie? Yeah. Again, one of the best days of my life was meeting her. Yeah. Yeah, um, one of the best of days of my life. Oh, wait, I didn't get to meet Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar. But you sent me a picture and I got to of meet her. I'm meet. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for my shout-out, Al. Thanks. Yeah, bastard. I'm going to meet all your favorites without you. Yeah, and then <laughs> tell me about it. Yes. And then send me pictures of, of you and them. Yeah, great, thanks. Much love. Hulu has renewed Future Man for a third and final season, if you watch Future Man. I never got I, I tried to get into it. I off, man. I tried uh, to get into it. It's yeah. a little too Seth Rogen. It's too Seth Rogen. Like, when okay. they get when they let Seth Rogen kind of go off the rails a little bit, you get Future Man. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I tried to get into it, too. I started yeah. watching it, and then I was like... <coughs> I mean, if you're a big <laughs> Seth Rogen fan, you'll love it. If you're, if you're like, like, a casual Seth Rogen fan... Yeah. So the, it's okay. it might be a little much basic for you. <laughs> the basic premise is that there's they're uh, trying to stop this doctor from curing herpes. Yeah, mm. very Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> and why why would be stopping herpes being because cured be the, a bad thing? I think the vaccine that he makes ends the world. Oh, oh okay, okay. Well then, yeah. Good. You Talk know, about a conundrum. Road to hell is paved in good intentions, yeah. I guess. Um, Zoe Kravitz yeah. will have a. Um, a series on Hulu, which originally was supposed to be on Disney Plus, yeah, they decided to air it on Hulu instead. It's called High Fidelity. I just saw her on the Crimes of Grindelwald, that was, which was a great yeah, movie. You haven't seen it. She's good yeah. in that. Yeah, and she's gorgeous too. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Zoe uh, will. Um, it's actually based on the 2000 film that John Cusack was in. Which well, High Fidelity? High Fidelity. High Fidelity yeah. They're, they're really? remaking it. Well, it's they're good. doing like a TV series. It's a it's a, it's a female point of, of view remake. Oh well, her mother was in the original. Yeah, Lisa Bonet. she was. Yeah, Lisa Bonet was she in the original. Did, um, so maybe um, ooh, baby, it's a maybe it's a sequel because yes, Lisa like Bonet that. does hook up with John Cusack in the That's first one. Yeah, you know she what? does. So right. maybe it's a sequel. 
I will yeah. always remember that version because uh, I saw that they yeah. were in the club and yep. she was singing that song. Ooh, singing. baby, I love your way. And they're like, I hated this song, but mm-hmm. I don't Probably mind it with her singing. Watch if it's kind of based I'll on the I'm not sure because that was I hated that song. It was too, also it like was Jack also Black's really nice big break was was her, that movie. Her mm-hmm. singing it. Yeah, that Jack Black got put on the map from that yeah. movie. So Zoe's cra- uh, Zoe character mm-hmm. will be described as the ultimate music fan, a record store owner who's obsessed with pop culture and top. Five lists. That would be. She must listen to the show. Though. That would have. To, <laughs> that would have to be her, John Cusack's daughter. Then has to be, because oh that's my gosh, yes. because that's his character because he owns the record shop. Although Zoe is technically not mixed. Well, Lisa's mixed, so she's a Lisa's mixed. She's, she's like a quarter mixed. Yeah, yeah. She's mixed enough. Mixed enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess. If, hey, maybe you might be. Yeah, I watch. I don't think they confirm whether it's the daughter or not. But they just said it's it, a female point it, of view. It, the, the the ducks are two in a row, man. It's got it's, it's two. Because I I watched so like I yeah. saw that movie because like it was when that movie come out two thousand. It came mm-hmm. out yeah early yeah, early 2000s. early. Right. So I was in the military when I saw it. Ooh ra ooh and like <laughs> like I was on this night shift and I was in this little guard booth right and I had a Sony PSP. Right. And somebody let me borrow that movie to watch on it. And I watched it over and over and over again, three nights in a, go- in a row from like six at night to six in the morning. So that movie is like embedded in my brain. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to rewatch it. You know, it's a good movie. That we forget it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. When watching it when it first comes out and not rewatching it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Lucifer has now uh, been moved from mm-hmm. Fox to Netflix. So season four. Will be on Netflix, so mm-hmm. any show that's on the cusp of possibly being canceled, mm-hmm. maybe seeking, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, s- safety on yep. Netflix. Netflix is a good, is good call. Can I add one in? Yeah. I don't know if you met because I don't think it's going to be in there. Are, are anybody here anime fans? Yeah, love. Two to the degree. Yeah. Two to the degree. No, One oh. Punch Man season two is on Hulu. Okay. And if you haven't watched One Punch Man, I'm not a big anime guy. I'm re- yeah. like I don't watch Dragon Ball Z. Like I watch just a little bit of stuff. Although I've been to Katsukon. I've been to Katsukon, but One Punch Man, in my opinion, is like one of the best animes ever made. Really? And season two just came out on Hulu. Okay, so it's so worth checking out. It's amazing. Cool. Okay. Especially if you're kind of stoned, then it's perfect. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, the Crown had uh, found its Princess Diana. Um, oh, okay. Emma Corrin will play Lady Diana Spencer in Ooh, boy. Netflix royal drama. Oh, boy. She'll appear in season four of The Crown, which is scheduled to be Well, we know how that season ends. Later in 2019, yes. yes we Due do. to yes, the paparazzi. The paparazzi. Uh, I think it was a government scandal. Oh, but that's I don't just know. Me. I don't know about all that. She knew that she was going to die, and she wrote a letter about, she right before she died, she wrote a letter about how she thought that the royal family was going to have her executed. She wrote a letter about that. Not only that, all 14 cameras right before she hit that tunnel were all mysteriously not working that night. Not mm. to mention, it wasn't her regular driver. She might, she might be onto something. Yeah, it wasn't her regular driver who was driving her that night. Oh it was mm. actually someone who was working for the KGB. Oh, boy. Yeah, everything about her death was mad suspect. Not to mention, they knew that she was dating some um, Israeli prince or whatever. We need to get her her tinfoil hat. And they were not about that. Tinfoil hat. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. Sounds mad suspect to me, especially when all the cameras were new. Just sounds mad suspect to me. Uh, Everyone knew that Prince Charles had the thing with Camilla. (laughs) Like, everyone knew that that was what was up. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, 
one... who he ended up marrying after she died, <laughs> by the way. And there's one show that looks really cool. HBO's cast uh, cast its lead actors on The Plot Against America. It's a six-part miniseries based on the 2004 novel uh, by the late Philip Roth. Uh, Winona Ryder's in it. Uh, Zoe Kazan's in it. Uh, Morgan Spector. Um, Anthony Boyle. And um, Azzy Robertson, newcomer Caleb Malice, and John Turturro. Um, Ooh, like John Turturro. Pretty, pretty good cast. Um, it's HBO. The Plot it's Against America imagines an alternate alternate American history told through the eyes of a working class Jewish family in Jersey. Okay. As they watch the pol- political rise of Charles Lindbergh, an aviator hero and xenophobic populist who becomes president and turns the nation towards fascism. 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 Jeez, yeah. I cannot read today for some reason. <laughs> I'm losing. But um, oh, I'm man. glad it's a miniseries because we don't want Winona Ryder to leave Stranger Things. We no, love, we do not. We no, love that we show. No, we do not. No, we do not. Too much. You yeah. gotta stay love there, your Winona. Clipto ass. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. In reality TV news, Sarah Gilbert is stepping away from the talk. She actually created and executive oh, produced yeah. that talk show, mm-hmm. and she uh, made the announcement uh, this week. And as you know, she's producing and starring in The Connors. That definitely has a lot to do with it. I thought they canceled The Connors already, didn't they? The Connors, no. Already uh, greenlit for season two. Really? Yep. They're still getting good ratings despite the loss of Roseanne Barr. That's okay. And she said that her life was slightly out of balance. She wasn't able to spend as much time with the kids, which makes complete sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Especially if she's still working on The Connors, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're going to get the um, Billboard Music Awards in 2019. Mm-hmm. They announced uh, Panic at the Disco, Kelly Clarkson, and Khalid will be the uh, a few of the star-studded performers on the May 1st show. Khalid is a DJ Khaled? Um, different guy. Khalid. Yeah, I, I think I it's DJ Khalid. Different guy. Oh, okay. Oh, is, it, uh, is it a different guy? Different guy. Different I don't guy. listen. Okay. You know... I'm I'm getting to that age now where I'm kind of stuck in my music group. Yeah, I know. And like I work I work with a bunch of like twenty somethings and they'll play some random shit that I have no fucking clue who that person what is. What if it was Nipsey Hustle? Like I had no idea. I had who no he was. idea who that I, was. I, what the hell is a Nipsey Hustle? My friend was like, "Oh yeah, you heard Nipsey Hustle died." I was like, "Who the fuck is I mean, that?" I didn't know who he was. Apparently, he's Grammy nominated hip hop artist. Dude, oh, I, okay. okay. Also, story really, really from when sad. I worked at the um, like weed factory, mm-hmm. I was like joking around with one of my coworkers, and I'm like, "Yeah, brush your shoulders off," and he's like, "What?" Oh, I got something oh, on my no. shoulder, and I'm like, nah, you know, like, ladies is pimps, too. Go on, brush your <laughs> shoulder off. And he was like, no, I don't, I don't know. And That's I was like, you know Jay-Z? And he was like, no. Who's Jay-Z? Then you like, punch him in the neck. Beyonce's husband? And he was like, oh, okay, I know that. I know that. I'm like, but, like, you don't know brush your shoulders off? And I was like, damn, I'm getting old. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm literally talking to 20-somethings. Way to be old, no oldie. idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, yep. Not everybody knew I brush know, your shoulders I off. Know, know. No, you don't have anything on your shoulder, shoulder, dude. <laughs> I was just trying to say you're a pimp. Yeah. Like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple more things we'll wrap up tonight's show, guys. Uh, Allison Mack, uh, we, we talk about yep. this on the show. But oh, yeah. I know about Allison Mack. With that sex cult, uh, yep. Nexium, which is disguised as a self-help mm-hmm. group. That she sucks because pleaded, really pled guilty. She pleaded guilty. I believe it. Yep. To the racketeering uh, conspiracy and racketeering acts. Throw the fucking of book state at her. Law extortion and forced um, mm-hmm. forced labor in the case uh, involving Nexium. Yeah, and, man. Uh, yes, it is indeed a, s- a secret sex slave 
society. That's some wide eyes or eyes yeah. wide shut shit right there. Crazy. I mean, just she just looks so squeaky clean. And right. It's just like, it's but secretly she's ones. the devil. Apparently. She's really the devil. But yeah. she said that I must take full responsibility for my conduct, and that is why I hope I'm feeling guilty the today. Fucking book at her. I am, and I will be a better person as, as a result of this. You'll be a better person in prison. Mm. Yeah, you will be for a long time. Well, yeah, when you're somebody else's. She, sex you think slave. she deserves? A, a, yeah, as many years yeah. As when you okay. are when you're putting when you're literally putting people into slavery, then yeah, yeah. you're kind of a yeah. Scumbag. Then throw yeah. the fucking book at her. I don't care how cute she looks. She's a cutie patootie, but yeah, yeah. she. I don't care how cute you are. Put her. Goods. Let her be somebody else's sex slave. For well, a few years in prison, we'll see how you feel about that. A maximum sentence of forty years. Good. Throw the book at it. Or him. twenty years per count. Good. If it's twenty per count, that would certainly add up. Then to a she's lot more. done. Then that's it. That's She'll get out when she's eighty. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll but see yes. how you like being a sex yeah, you, slave you for the next you don't twenty make years. I wonder slaves. how uh, how many years um, or how long Keith Rainier, the the leader of Nexium, will be locked up for. I mean, that's so, essentially a. I mean, I don't know. They didn't. Community murders. He's no Charles Manson, but mm-hmm. I mean, putting people into slavery is a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. And throw if the you're fucking that, book at her. Throw the fucking book mm-hmm. at her. And uh, yes, Laurie Laughlin, we talked about her on the show before. Oh, that's Aunt Becky. Too. Even more legal trouble mm-hmm. among, amid the uh, college cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. The worst um, thing is that they aired her, money her daughter's video, yes. and her daughter was yeah. like, I don't really care about the college part, but, like, I really want to party and, like, do that. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> your mom literally, like, you took somebody else's spot, and your mom literally bribed people and paid, like, millions of dollars to get now, you in. Here's and my you one don't argument even care for... about the education. Here's right. my one argument for this whole college thing. Right. Nobody is mentioning who got bribed. Who's the motherfucker that took the money and let the kids get to school? Re- they haven't disclosed his name, have they? Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, my my opinion on college, I'm going to go a little off topic, is that yeah. we're in a college, I should be careful. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, some of it is a fucking scam, in my opinion. Yeah, man. I think so, you too. You know, and this is kind of proof. <laughs> this kind of proves my point. I guess I, I don't. I can't Especially like that. legacy <laughs> yeah, people, like know. obviously. I mean, the college dropouts are saying college is a scam. Uh, I'm sorry. It's I, okay. I'm a big proponent of. of I mean, education. I believe in education. I right. really believe in education. I think right. everybody I should too. be. But uh, the the establishment, some of the establishment is just fucking corrupt, man. And this just yeah. proves that point. I think the legacy thing is bullshit, and I kind of feel like we've been doing this for a long time anyway. Like, hey, I donated a hospital to your college. (laughs) My son applied here. Like, so what's up with that? Like, that sounds Uh, like bribery to me. I want to know who the guy's. I want the guy who's got his his pockets lined. I want to know who that asshole is. We then revealed it, but yes, she has new charges. Mm -hmm, So she has conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest. And, and honest services were mail fraud. Mm-hmm. Charged in uh, second superseding indictment with conspiring conspiring to commit fraud and money laundering. Mm-hmm. Um, Aunt Becky is fucked. Right. So mm. her Aunt and her Becky. Husband, I used to have a crush on Aunt Becky. Oh, who didn't have she a crush on Aunt Becky? Everybody I, loved Aunt Becky and Uncle Jesse. I remember mm-hmm. seeing her. She was so sweet. I was, I was at a nightclub in Las Vegas. And you I met her? Sit, I sat, sat in her VIP area for a little bit. Oh, that's cool. She just let me sit with her. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't drink from a bottle or anything, but I was just yeah, yeah. with her because at the time, I just... At the time, you were like, Aunt Becky. Well, I was happy about that. But then <laughs> I think because I... I think I because I just saw Candace Cameron. Yeah, um, okay. Like a few months before, and I, we, we just kind of started talking about That's that, cool. That's cool. cool. 
Um, it sucks to be Aunt Becky. Yeah. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're done fucked um, up. Mick Jagger on the mend after undergoing heart surgery. He announced um, a Sunday that the North American leg of the Rolling Stones No Filter Tour would be postponed. God, those um, guys have been at it for what, 60 fucking years yeah. now? But he had successful. Um, They're going to have those poor dudes up on strings on those stages in their 90s singing those goddamn songs. Analogous to um, the Bye 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 music video. Basically, yeah. Which is pretty funny. Um, We also, uh, a couple passings, nothing nothing like household name or anything. Uh, One of the Bond girls from the early James Bond movies, Nadja Regin. Um, she was in From Russia With Love and Goldfinger. Oh, that was oh, one wow, of my okay. favorites. Rus- oh, really? From Russia With Love, From yeah. Russia With Love, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her name is Nadja Regin, and um, yeah, she was. She had appeared on both of those films. Um, as the mistress of Carambe, hmm. paid, uh, portrayed by Pedro Armendaras, um, and she also appeared as Benita, hmm. the dancer who set a trap for James Bond in the pre-credit credit sequence of Coldfinger. Okay. Mm, yeah. You know okay. who I didn't realize was a Bond girl? Yeah. Fucking Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. What's her name? Um, Jane something or other. Did you not watch Dr. Uh, Quinn Medicine Woman? Jane Ro- Fonda? No, not Jane Fonda. No. Did Jane you ever watch Seymour? Jane Seymour? Yeah. Jane Seymour. Oh. Did you not? Did you ever watch that show as a, like growing no, up? Doctor Quinn, Medicine I Woman. I didn't see it, but I know but yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah I, I remember her being a part of that show. I think yeah, it was um, Never Say Never Again. I think. Okay. Yeah, she was a Bond. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Those Bond women, they they, they, they oh, they're doing all right. Good. They usually cast very uh, very. Uh, that was like one thing correct. I wanted to be when I grew up. When I was younger, I was like, yeah. I want to be a Bond girl. Everybody, every girl wants to be a Bond girl. Yeah. Also, Seymour Cassell, Oscar-nominated actor. Um, he was an admired character actor. That age mm. of 84. He uh, was in a lot of the John Cassavetes uh, films. Okay. Um, celebrity weddings includes uh, Mark Jacobs, fashion designer. Mr. and Mrs. Captain. Um this is Mr. and Miss Mister. No, I'm talking this guy. Uh, <laughs> but but yes. Yes, I am a celebrity wedding. Yes, Thank you very the much. celebrity weddings is uh, first and foremost. Uh, yep. Captain and Mrs. Captain, um, mm-hmm. also fashion designer Mark Jacobs, yeah. and his longtime partner um, Char, the Francesco. Um, also, um, Amarad Tobia from the show Shadowhunters, which I haven't seen, which I heard is a good show. Mm-hmm. Married. Um, a singer named Prince Royce. Okay. Uh, in in Mexico. In Mexico. Mexico. Um, Mexico. And I'll announce that. Um, this is interesting. Uh, Nicholas Cage and his girlfriend. Oh, I heard about married, this. Got married, and then four weeks later, they actually um, decided to uh, uh, annul, yeah. annul, annul their, uh, <laughs> <laughs> their wedding right after tying the yeah. Nickries. Yeah. She, like she she married and she's like, oh, I'm married, Miss Nicholas Cage. And then after four, she's like, oh, shit, I married Nicolas Cage. Cage? <laughs> not enough time yeah. to sign the prenup, I guess. Nope. So she's not getting anything. Like Nothing. That. Especially with an annulment, you're not getting anything. Well, I mean, does Nicolas Cage really have any money right now anyway? <laughs> I, hear th- I hear that dude burns through his cash. Like, that's why he does all these kind of, like, mm-hmm. Lauren random Netflix movies now. Right. You know? Yeah. He hasn't been in the blockbuster in a while. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho, that's all I have for for uh, for tonight's below the belt show. I think man, it was oh a man. pretty j- jam-packed show. We had a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. True. A lot it of conspiracy theories we had to get through. Conspiracy theories, and we're gonna mm-hmm. announce the birthdays today. Yep. Um, this is a nice little yeah. list here of birthdays today on Wednesday, April tenth. 
April Max 10th. von Sydow, if you remember him, he's in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. He's the elder. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, in the beginning uh, scene with you are um, correct. Poe Dameron. With Poe Dameron. He's yep. ninety today. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Um, Liz Sheridan uh, from Seinfeld. You might know. Uh, remember her? her vaguely. Character. Vaguely. She's ninety today. So, oh man. Wow. Um, legendary sportscaster John Madden's eighty-three. John Madden. Yeah. Steven Seagal, 67. He got fat. <laughs> Peter McNichol, and he has a shotgun, too. Yeah, no Peter doubt. McNichol is 65. Yeah. <laughs> Singer-producer Babyface, 61. Babyface? Oh, snap. <laughs> Orlando Jones, 51 today. Orla- David Harbour. Orlando the- Jones is 51? 51. Can you believe it? Dude? Damn. David Harbour, who's a new Hellboy. Yeah. From Str- and also on Stranger Things. How- 44 today. 44. Yeah. It's not that old. Okay. Uh, Charlie Hunman um, of um, Sons of Anarchy. Charlie uh, Hunman, yeah. Is 39. Oh, he's young. Yeah. Laura Bell Bundy is 38. Mm-hmm. Harry Haddon Payton of Downton Abbey is 38. Downton Actress Chandler Lay from Supergirl, Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy. My favorite, not another teen movie. Yeah. She's 37 today. Actor Ryan Merriman is 36. Mandy Moore. We love Mandy Moore. Oh, Mandy. This is off. Us is 35. Oh, man, she's my age. Oh, snap. Yeah. Okay. Actor Barkhad Abdi. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. From Captain Phillips. You know, right. there was another it's movie about, about Somali pirates, and he was in it. Yeah. Like, he, he can't be just typecast yeah, as a Somali typecast. pirate. I think that's... That poor that's, guy. He, the motherfucker's from Wisconsin. He had a, good, had a breakthrough role. I mean, it I was a breakthrough role. I still acting. I have to look at his eyes. No, he still yeah. is. He's still acting. Okay, good. He was in, um, he was in the new Blade Runner. Good. Yeah. Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, he's working. He's working. Shay Mitchell, Pretty Little Liars, is 32. Mm-hmm. Fellow Filipino. Yep. Haley Joel Osment of the Sixth Sense is 31. Maren Morris, country oh, singer, is 29. He still sees dead people. <laughs> yep. Actress A.G. Machalka uh, is 28. Daisy Ridley, another Daisy. Star Wars reference. Can you guess how old she is today? I love Daisy Ridley. She's probably like her. 17. I don't fucking <laughs> She's know. She's 27. 27. Oh, yeah. that's 10 years off. Okay. <laughs> actress Sophia Carson of The Descendants is 26. And actress Ruby... Jaren's from Nurse Jackie's 21. Mm-hmm. That's birthdays today. I really like Daisy Ridley. I think she's, she's like amazing. a wonderful person. I would person. love to meet her. Yeah. She's on she my, she's on my cool. list of people to she's meet. She's pretty cool. I really would love to meet and her. And she's rocking it on Star Wars. Like my she's Putting fantastic. my opinions on like Last Jedi aside, right. she's been killing it in Star Wars, man. Yeah. Can't wait so we can talk. I think mm. next week, uh, this weekend actually, is Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. So um, there's going to be a lot of news coming out of Star Wars Celebration. Here's that we'll hoping. be talking about on Below the Belt Show next week. Oh, I'm sure we're going to get a, probably, hopefully, a title confirmation. That'd be nice. And also a trailer. Oh, that'd be nice. we got to see, because that's Let's see what we, J.J. does. That's what I happened s- two years ago. I saw when I an interview. Yep. Somebody was interviewing fuckface Ryan Johnson. You can tell I don't like him very much. And they're like, how would you, how would you feel <laughs> if J.J. basically undid all the stuff that... that you put in the second one. Uh-huh, what he said. And he was just like, well, you know, um, you know, JJ was kind of working on it from the beginning. He had a kind of groundwork. If he did, I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me that much. Yeah. Which is secretly, fuck you, Ryan Johnson. Well, We're gonna change God. all this stupid I, bullshit. I wonder. You did. I'm wondering if JJ is secretly like annoyed with some of the decisions he made. But, oh, I would have been. But, but he is. A, he was a producer, so he did know uh, about some things. But he didn't have any ra- control of the writing. Writing, no, but I yeah. think Ken, with some the way some characters yeah. were handled, I think Kathleen Kennedy, Kathleen gave, Kennedy gave all the creative uh, control to, to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. He probably would have done a way so. better job at directing Star so, Wars. Yes. So I'm yeah. sure we'll have some huge Star Wars news to talk about next oh, week. Man. But nothing this week, guys. Mm-hmm. So on behalf of everybody here, the captain. 
the newly married captain. Thank you. And it, Big La- Nick. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you once again for flying AirBTB. Yes, I love it. I love it. No. Sabrina, I skipped the baby news just for you. Oh, thank you. You know I appreciate that. <laughs> baby uh, news? What's this? I just, Sabrina doesn't I like it when like I read the children, baby news. children, really. Oh, okay. I mean, they love me, which is freaking weird. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what about... I like kids. Wait, what, what baby like, news? What Did you have a baby? Me, like, crushing well, when this celebrities have babies pack or whatever. you she think like... I want to hang out with you. Oh, okay. Like, I don't. I don't have like, babies. Children freaking love me. It's weird. And little dogs and animals. Yeah. And I'm like... As soon as I became an uncle, it was... It, it, yeah. I mean... Oh, I my niece is adorable. I like kids. Yeah. I like and kids Jamie and as long as I don't have baby, to keep them. That's like my little Asian baby, even though she's not Asian. I'm a fun uncle. I get to have fun with them. I rile yeah. them up. I give them chocolate. I give them back there to the parents. Oh, Sabrina man. Taylor Smith, thanks for coming back on BTV. You're welcome, Always a pleasure, my, my dear. Alley-pally. And of course, our amazing call-in guest, of mm-hmm. course, Emily Hain, Yep. who plays Elspeth. Elspeth. Uh-huh. In Chilling Adventures of Sweetheart. Sabrina. Such and a... Thomas Elms. Elms. Who one of the plays stars? Hamish. 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 One of the uh, one of the uh, werewolves. Werewolves, not swearwolves. In the Order. In the, the order. order on yes. Netflix, so make sure you check that out. And I have to plug uh, an amazing event that we're, we're going to be a part of. Below mm-hmm. the Belt Show will be in the house myself. Chachi McFly representing BTB, and um, it's the great Philadelphia Comic Con. You can go to philadelphiacomiccon.com. Um, some of the stars, some of the uh, special guests that will be in attendance, just to throw out there. Mm-hmm, some name drops. Um, some name droppings uh, will be Battlestar Galactica's Michael Hogan. Sweet. Um, iZombie's Daniel Bonjour. Sweet. We also have um, uh, the Expanse, uh, the cast of Expanse will be there, including Sweet. Andrew Rotuyo. Cool. You're going to love this one. If it's Ryan Johnson. Is, no. I won't. Red, he- uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, voiceover snap. actors will be there. Oh, hell yeah. Alex McKenna, Peter Blomquist, Rob Whitehoff. Fuck yeah. Roger Clark, Stephen J. Palmer. Yeah, I do. You got to work Saturday, don't you? I fucking got to work Saturday. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Benjamin Byron Davis, Gabriel yep. Slur. Pretty much all the The entire cast is going to fucking be there, and I have to fucking work. Reunion, God yep. damn it. Um, Edward James almost will be there. Yeah, man. Um, Jake Busey. Mm-hmm. Jake uh, Busey? Yes. Man. Jeffrey did, Combs. Did, did you ever see Starship Troopers? Yes, yeah. that's, that's my jam. Fantastic. Yeah. That, that's my jam. Was, that was a great film. Yeah, yep. dude. Star, you gotta love Star Trek. Yeah, man. Of course. Um, Game of Thrones. Jack Gleason, Joffrey himself, will be in attendance. Really? Because yes. that dude was like, he, he, he was done. Him. He was like, I'm done. He, so. went, to, he went to college. Yeah. And, uh, he, I guess he's done with college now. See, the thing was, is ironic. I think he went to, to call a theater. I think he went. To pursue a theater degree, so that's cool. Maybe he's gonna get back into it. Maybe he's finished by now. Maybe he's know. done with movies and TV shows. He's gonna get stage acting. He's gonna stage, and he'll probably you have to. We'll see what eventually. happens. He's a household. And we name hope now. below the belt show we'll get to interview Black Jack Leeson on location to ask him about those. That'd Nick Frost dope. from uh, Fighting My Family. My and, man, Nick Frost. You yeah. know he's a big man. Win. I love to see like yep. big dudes as actors. Yeah, into the bad. I fucking love Nick Frost. Great in. Fighting with my family. I haven't seen Fighting with my family. I really want yeah. to see it. Yeah. Anson Mount from Star Trek. Cass, I fucking love Anson Mount. Anson, Cass Anvar from H- The Expanse. Hell on Wheels. Did you see Hell on Wheels? Hell on Wheels, yes. That's I had, a good show. Actually, I have not seen Hell on Wheels. You should watch Hell on Wheels. That's a good show. And last but not least, mm-hmm. oh man, the hottie from iZombie herself, the main star, Rose McIver. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Will be there as well. McIver. Yes. Pretty and, nice. Um, 
the Klingon extraordinaire, mm-hmm. uh, Star Trek, the next generation's Michael Dorn. I met him at Awesome Con last year. Nice dude. Yep. And John sh- Wesley Shipp, the original yeah. Flash. Nice. Also in the new Flash. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, a hell of a lineup. PhiladelphiaComicCon.com, mm-hmm. Below the Belt Show. We'll be in attendance on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we look forward to an amazing, yeah. uh, another great con. I got another plug for you if you're ready for it. And we are going to plug, that's right. Yeah. The one and only, the captain, yeah. Big Nick. So You got an announcement. So, my film that I worked on the last two years, Fat Guy with a Shotgun, yes. is officially on pre order at Amazon Prime. Yes. There's a trailer awesome. on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure it'll be streaming on Amazon Prime. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm going to find Amazon out about Prime that. Member. I want to find about that. Right now, it's only pre-order on DVD. It comes out this weekend. So this it'll Friday, this so if you order pre-order, it ships on Friday. It should, yes. Wow. Yeah, man, DVD. Dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, That's the right. movie is like, it's a fucking, like, the most B movie that ever B movie. Well, you know. It's but it's still pretty fun. It's right. Hey, the trailer looked entertaining, and we're yeah. going to support Big Nick. You're oh, part thank of the you. B- Hell You're yeah. part of the B2B family now. Thank so. you, thank you. Feels good to be loved. B2B audience, please check it out on Amazon Prime. Yep. Fat guy with a shotgun. Fat guy with a shotgun. Pre-order the DVD, or if you're a Prime member. Hopefully, we'll get it on streaming. I, yeah. As soon as I find out the streaming that, date, you'll let the us streaming date. I'll let you know. Show. Hell yeah. Amazing show from top to bottom. Thank you much. Uh, thank no you so much problem. for everybody in studio. Mm-hmm. Thomas Elms, Emily Hain. It was a Netflix uh, it's a star Netflix special. Night. Yep. And I'm ending tonight's uh, show with. Interviews that I conducted at Monster Mania. You're still so on though. Wow, this right. little theme. Um, this is the first Monster Mania. Um, okay. We'll, we'll be playing. Uh, this one has a Halloween theme right. of the movie, the 1978 Halloween movie, with Nick Castle, who is the uh, one of the original Michael Myers, oh, who yeah. actually had a cameo in the new 2018 Halloween Halloween movie. Sweet. Also, the young six-year-old Michael Myers, played by Will Sandon. Cool. And Mickey Yablons. Mickey Yablons, sorry. Yablons. Mickey Yablons, also one of the child actors. Yablons. In the Halloween 1978 film. So these uh, interviews coming at you on Below the Belt Show to close out tonight's show. Guys, on behalf of everybody here, we'll see you next time. Until then, peace. Peace. Guys, Al Soto here with legendary actor and director Nick Castle here at Monster Mania, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Nick, how has Monster Mania been so far? Oh, it's been great. We're in the second day and we have some lovely fans from all over the uh, Northeast here. And um, and uh, it's just been a ball. You know, I'm right next to my good buddy, uh, James Jude Courtney, who uh, played the uh, Michael Myers in the new one. And I got to... I got to do a small role in that uh, just to have some fun, and uh, so we're all both uh, getting a lot of appreciation from the from the fans. We love it. And I got to admit, loved Halloween 2018. When you got the call to work on it, reprise your role, what were your thoughts initially? Well, you know, we at the at the time I didn't know exactly what was being uh, suggested, you know, or how much uh, they wanted me to do. Right. Uh, so I went back to David and said, you know, I, I don't see myself doing this whole having read the script. There's a lot of brutal work to be done. You know, right. I'm 70 years old. You need someone like James yeah. that, that uh, not only a really very good actor, but also does stunt work to be and able the to, physical presence as well. And and the physical presence exactly. So as it turned out, it turned out just perfect for me because I got to go down there. For a week, got to see some old friends, got to see meet some new ones, and be a part of the experience, which was great. 
So I, I saw that you're both credited as Michael Myers, the shape. So what did you do and what, I, I know James did the majority, but what yeah. did you do specifically? Well, uh, James did more than the majority. He did <laughs> everything except for one shot, which is the first time Laurie sees the shape up in the window ah. and shoots at him. That's me. Okay, so that was more of an Easter egg maybe? Yeah, Is more than that. that. Okay. At, at, you know, uh, it, it kind of evolved into that. There yeah. may have, at one point I did like a, just a background neighbor in a scene that was cut out where the okay. uh, dog is hung up in the tree. Yeah. And you could see that in the, um, in the special edition. So other That's things awesome. like that. Any rumblings for a sequel? Obviously it did so successful at the box office. Well, the rumblings start with the numbers 176, I think, which are $176 million in gross. In gross uh, so, you know, when, when something is that uh, successful, you know there's going to be uh, a sequel in the, in the works. But no, I haven't heard anything specific about how they're going to uh, take the story or, in, in, in effect, who is even going to be, you know, the filmmakers. So we'll see. Right. Right on. So you've been doing a lot of stuff behind the camera as well. Uh, tell us about that transition from doing a lot of acting work to being a writer and a director. Well, the acting work was li was literally this iconic role, just uh, out of the blue. Yeah. Only reason I was even on the set was to be a John. You know, graciously allowed me to stay on the set to watch him direct because that's what I wanted to do. Right. And he said, "Well, as long as you're here, why don't you put the mask on?" It was as <laughs> off the top of his, you know, you know, as 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 can be, you know, this just was uh, uh, off-handed, so, uh, you know, I can't act at all. <laughs> you put on a mask, I can act, I guess. But my, no, my ambitions were always to be a writer and director, which I had a, you know, solid career. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Any uh, new projects you want to promote writing and directing-wise? Well, as it turns out, you know, I wrote something about um, half a dozen years ago uh, that uh, that I'm ho hopefully will get mounted soon. Uh, I supposedly has the financing and it's going to go forward. And um, it's about uh, it's a drama. It has nothing to do with horror. It's uh, it's about the uh, the desegregation of schools in the very early 70s in Tennessee and the two two uh, segregated uh, basketball teams going head to head against each other. Very interesting movie. That sounds like a great premise in, yeah. in today's political climate. Oh, probably absolutely. something needed, right? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing that. Is there a title on that yet? Well, uh, it was called Union when I first uh, wrote the script. Uh, and now, I, is there a new title? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to defer at okay. this point. <laughs> well, anyways, we look forward to checking it out. Okay. Nick Castle, guys, the original Mike Myers, the shape from Halloween and the cameo in the 2018 Halloween. Here, at Monster Mania. More to come here with Below the Belt Show. Nick, thanks so much for talking to us. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you both. And if you could let us know who you are, um, and you're on from Halloween, and you're on Below the Belt Show, that'd be awesome. Okay, I'm on Below the Belt Show. I'm yeah. Nick Castle, and I played Michael Myers, the shape in the original. 1978 Halloween. And I did a little cameo part here in the 2018 version as well. Dude. Al Soto still at Monster Mania with two of the child actors from Halloween 1978. We have Will Sandin and Mickey LeBlanc. You guys having a good time tonight? It's fun. We're having a great time. A lot of interesting, strange people and uh, wonderful people. We're having a really good time. Right on. So it's a little bit of a reunion. We have the original Michael Myers and, uh, and uh, Nick Castle. And we have the new Michael Myers and James June Courtney. Um, and you guys. So it definitely uh, feels like a reunion of sorts, doesn't it? It is. It's nice to know that the legacy continues and that uh, they're picking
picking off where we you know started so you know it's great it's wonderful nice. so were either of you asked to make an appearance in the new Halloween film no if uh, they had asked me I definitely would have done it yeah but, uh, no they didn't uh, ask me um, if they do a sequel I would definitely uh, love to do it yeah right on I think we're basically holding out for more money at this point <laughs> so well, it did so well that I know that they're having a, a sequel so perhaps you guys could be involved yes I think that this is uh, the groundswell that's going to start right here I think there needs to be a campaign where uh, he and I are going to be uh, featuring the new one absolutely there you go. There's the campaign right there, guys. <laughs> get Mickey and uh, Will in the next Halloween movie. Get your signatures in now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, growing up, um, obviously 1978, so a little while ago, a little while ago, but uh, what was it like uh, as, 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 uh, as being a child actor uh, during that time? It, uh, it, was, it was different um, uh, just because uh, after school and before uh, baseball practice, my mm -hmm. mom would pick us up. Uh, a little bit early, and uh, we take off and uh, do some uh, audition, and uh, whether it could be one or two for that day, but uh, we'd uh, leave uh, a little bit early, um, take off, and get there. I'd uh, do my scene, and then leave and race back to make it on time for uh, baseball. It's kind of funny. There you go. This was back then where you could uh, drive from the valley That's to right. Hollywood and back <laughs> before a five o'clock game. Uh, with, with no crazy traffic. Without any traffic, yes. Right. <laughs> Clearly you cannot do that in 2019, but right. uh, in 1978, or actually before that, 77, you were able to do that. Right yeah. on. And uh, tell us about life after Halloween. I, um, you stayed in the industry for a while. You, yes, you did, what, did some stuff behind the camera as well, right? Yes, I did a lot of theater. I did some other films. I did some TV. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I did some stuff behind the camera. Actually, I worked at Paramount in distribution. Nice. And then I did some other things. And now I'm starting to get back into it a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, no, I had a very uh, diverse, different kind of background. Yes. And uh, no, but and then I worked with my dad on a couple other things. I did a movie with uh, Viggo Mortensen in the beginning called Prison. Oh, wow. Wow, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, no, you've heard of him. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, he's an up-and-coming actor. Oscar nominated. Uh, yeah, that's right. No, I actually just saw Green Book. It was great. Yeah. No, but this was when Vigo was, was his first movie. We were in the middle of Wyoming, and it was it was fun. It was weird. Yeah, yeah I played a mute prison bitch, and it was fun. <laughs> it was it, it was really good. <laughs> well, I took a look at your IMDb. I guess uh, I'm guessing you left the entertainment industry after Halloween? Well, I don't know if you ever leave. Uh, yeah. This is basically... It's, you uh, follow a different career path. Uh, yes, okay. um, I mean yes. Of course, uh, mm -hmm. if uh, if a role was offered to me, mm -hmm. I would do it. Okay, absolutely. But uh, no, have I been pursuing it? No, not really. You know, just kind of these are the uh, pretty much the things I've been doing. Lately. Yeah. What career path did you go on after Halloween? I work at uh, Fox Television. Very nice. Fox News, the news department. Oh, cool. So yeah, that's a lot of fun. Nice. I, um, that's, that's cool. That's very cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. So does your uh, political views go more? On the Fox, the typical what you expect from the Fox News, or are you a little more neutral? Well, well remember that Fox. Uh, <laughs> this is this is Fox News, uh, Los Angeles. So, oh, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, <laughs> not the major. It's, it's not the Fox News Channel. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> no. We, we, major difference. Yeah, we would not be sitting together if that would. <laughs> <laughs> That would not. That would not be happening. No, no that's hysterical. One counterpoint. <laughs> well, guys, it was amazing talking to both of you guys, you. Will and Mickey, the stars of 1978's Halloween, guys. Maybe the sequel, guys. Maybe right. He started so. the killing. He started it. Now we're gonna be back. We'll be back. <laughs> nice. Thank awesome. You. Thanks Thank so much for talking much. to us here. I right, take care. I'm Will Sandin. I play uh, Michael Myers, age six, in the original Halloween, 1978.
Hey, and this is Mickey Ablons, Richie, the original bully, and uh, you're watching and listening to Below the Belt, and uh, thanks for watching Halloween all, all of these years. Awesome. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, until next time, keep chilling like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.